0: Be obedient, my little deviant, together we will find the right ingredients. we will serve a goose that is a horror soup, and the last thing you will find is a spaghetti hoop, there's eyes and flies and anything that dies, there's a nasty surprise in I am Donnie My name is Donnie And my last name is Wahlberg And what do I do? I just shave my face And how about you? I got a buzzer in my pocket And I'm really gonna rock it Cause I got a buzzer And I buzz my face And you know that I will never look like a disgrace Cause I'm in a hotel room Shaving my face Not with a broom Though I am shaving it with a razor Oh yeah
1: Cause I'm Why the fuck was he using a razor all fucking movie, dude? (laughs) Like, honestly, I am so fucking pissed. That song's gonna be a hit. Everything that happened in this movie was fucking absurd, but the most uh, alarming thing is easily the fact that Donnie Wahlberg pulls out a buzzer and shaves his fucking neck beard without a mirror (laughs) for, like, three different times that I count in this movie, and two of those times did not have a mirror, and the buzzer made a fourth appearance.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I I love what we figured out what was happening and we were taking bets on whether or not we would see it again and literally the next scene.
1: And That I, was easily the most your, absurd thing I've ever seen.
2: And then your face, you just froze. Like, you froze with your hands over your mouth for, like, a solid two minutes. And then you just kept repeating, what?
0: What? And that's
1: how I felt in the moment. <laughs> I was, like, baffled. I was, like, like I, I knew... I knew the buzzer was going to come back. Like, there was no doubt in my mind that it was coming back. Yeah, you I called knew it. I was winning. You called I it. I knew I was winning that bet. But, like, I didn't think it was going to come back t- within the next two minutes.
2: Also, we were both right, because I said it was definitely going to come back at the end. And you said, I think it's going to come back sooner. And then the next scene, it popped up and at the end. Yeah. So I take, you know, I feel like we both won.
1: I thought when it came back, I was hoping like I, I figured you were right about coming back at the end, but I was really hoping he was going to be buzzing again. But it was just a it was a stray buzzer.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was it was B roll.
1: It I I don't know what to say about this. I mean, like here we have a fucking james wan movie which right when i saw that i was like oh okay this is not gonna go over very well <laughs> and then we find out there's a james wan movie with a 20 million dollar fucking budget which why this movie could have been made for fifty thousand dollars easily and it would have been the same thing
2: yeah but you couldn't have had a chandelier in a rundown theater
1: look dude i don't want to talk about that fucking chandelier that made me so fucking mad I-, I do want to talk about the chandelier you know what Let's talk about the chandelier. If you're like, like every shot in this movie was so fucking expensive, but it like did nothing to the story or the feel of the movie. Like it's not an artistic movie. So like when you put these incredible shots in, it's just kind of like, all right, what what are you doing with it? Like, what does this mean to me?
2: Yeah, it's the mo- one of the most like beautifully shot, like B horror movies.
1: <laughs> but it's- for some reason, it's like a big fucking studio movie.
2: Yeah, it is, or was. This distributed by Universal. Doesn't doesn't Blumhouse have a deal with them? where they get like distributed through them?
1: Maybe something like that. But okay, when was I remember finding out recently? Um, when Blumhouse was founded. Um, let me see exactly what it was. Uh, okay, so it was in two thousand. So this is seven years after the founding of Blumhouse. That also sounds off to me. I thought.
2: Because Blumhouse has a whole deal where the, their whole model is to to take indie films and release them through Universal and through major distributors.
1: So do you think that's what happened here? Because James Wan, I mean, he's kind of like this fucking big old Blum stupid fucking movie guy. I mean, he's the... we were just, Me and James were just talking about him recently because we covered uh, Paranormal Activity. Oh, yeah. Some, some ti- yeah, he has some... Uh, not exactly. He didn't like make it, but he has like some weird ties with that. But he also like James Wan is the dude that made Saw. And when did Saw? Okay, so Saw did come out two thousand four. So I don't know. I feel they. I think they respected him, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I think I might be wrong. I don't see Blumhouse listed on IMDb. So um, I'm thinking maybe I'm wrong, and it was just a Universal Studio movie.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um. I think they just really trusted James Wan after Saw and they were like yeah dude go make this fucking ventriloquist movie with fucking Jason Stackhouse (laughs) it's a great idea
2: we love Jason Stackhouse though
1: and also it blew my mind that this was Jason Stackhouse before he was Jason Stackhouse
2: but clearly the precursor this is sort of like when we saw that Nick Cage movie where it was like wow it's Nick Cage becoming Nick Cage Um, this is definitely Jason Stackhouse becoming Jason Stackhouse
1: I, I would ar- actually argue, I think this was Ryan Quentin, like, becoming Jason Stackhouse, like, as a whole. Like, not just in his actor life, but just in his life. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: that makes sense, too, actually.
1: I don't know, man, but Dead Silence is what we're talking about today. Like, it's it was a very baffling movie. A, a movie that surprisingly went by incredibly fast, though.
2: It did. It did not drag, so props to the editor on that one.
1: I really don't get how it didn't drag, though, because the first 30 minutes was, like, just uncomfortable dialogue, uncomfortable dialogue, uncomfortable dialogue, and then it was absolutely no dialogue for at least, like, 25 minutes. It was just, like, Jason Stackhouse, like, driving to, like, different obscure locations and then, like, staring at things for a little while and then going, huh, okay, okay, let me go to a different obscure location and go, huh, okay. <laughs> and, but for some reason, it, it didn't drag.
2: And then the end of the movie is just people saying other people's names over and over again.
0: Julian! Which Good uh, Baba! Henry! I don't
1: know what their names were.
2: Henry! Jamie! Henry! Jamie! Henry! Like, well, it's the end of every horror movie. People just saying other people's names repeatedly.
1: Yeah. I, this movie was filled with so many fucking cliches.
2: Yeah, a lot of cliches. Did not appreciate the cliches. And borrowed from so many other horror films and movies.
1: Dude, And, score- and not, like-, like,
2: in a cool homage way. <laughs> Not in like no. a not not in a cool like oh yeah I see what they did there that was pretty clever
1: no okay so let me think about it. there's ghosts that just well James Wan just loves like tossing like random fucking spirits in like random corners <laughs> for no reason they are just like and then just like move like, what, on like, like, it like doesn't what fucking like matter.
0: what
1: <laughs> they just make like stupid the, fucking noises all the time
2: Caleb tell the good people what you think about all the the, the ghost sound effects
1: what were you talking about how I want to make an album out of it
2: yes. <laughs>
0: Manscaped. We shave your balls cause it's manscaped. And we're never wrong cause when you shave your balls it's so good and you're happy. And when you shave your balls it's so good and you're happy. You got the perfect Package 3.0 You get the perfect package, then you gotta go You show off your package And that is so good You show off your package to all of your hood Cause you use manscapes Now you got a date and your girlfriend or boyfriend will never debate Cause you got clean balls all the time and you got clean balls I said it you can use it on your your vagina maybe I don't know but with manscaped I have got to go and shave my balls that's 20% 20% off and free shipping at <laughs> <and laughs> Maskit.com with the code HORRORSOOP 20% off and free shipping with the code HORRORSOOP That's H-O-R-R-O-R-S-O-U-P <laughs>
1: Oh, well, it not. it's not even just ghost sound effects. It's just every, like, every, like, cliche horror movie sound effect that's ever made like i want to just make an entire album and each track just be like a ridiculous noise that someone makes like it doesn't have to be a ghost noise but just stupid (laughs) fucking noises that people make in horror movies because they go like and like whoa and then (laughs) like Like, like things like that all the time
2: (laughs) well like the first one can be like a ghost album and then the anthology it's an anthology so the second one can be like bad acting noises and then the third one can be something different like wind
1: just just wind <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> ambient just, wind,
2: yes <laughs> just like <laughs> just like really bad wind noises,
1: so this is like pretty much like the the uh the uh the like white noise that you fall asleep to, but it's just shitty fucking actors,
2: yes
0: exactly <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Dude, like, I, I'm so tired of hearing all that bullshit. Like, even this this movie starts out and it's like, hey, guys, what about 6th century B.C.? And, like, <laughs> everything was going by the screen so fast that I didn't know if they were, like, telling me that the movie takes place no, in 6th century B.C. They were also, or if it was, like, an item. They were also
2: translating from Latin. They're like, by the way, everybody, in Latin, this is what... And, like, we're like, what? This is Which also never comes back. I mean, I guess it comes back in, like, sort of the theme of the woman. Uh, I didn't really read the Latin. I kind of skipped
1: over that part, but... It was pig Latin.
2: I'm sure it's related, but I'm like, I don't need a Latin lesson to start my horror movie, thank you.
1: No, well, you know what? I would like a Latin lesson to start my horror movie if they gave me an actual lesson or, like, focused on it at all, <laughs> aside from just being like, here's some Latin words. Yeah. You like that? Yeah. <laughs> and then they were like,
0: ventriloquist. At the yeah, bottom. and
1: apparently the whole this this move like okay maybe this is why the movie didn't drag because it starts so fucking fast like the intro is long as fucking hell and it's like the opening music is oh yeah nothing that's but... right that's right dude it's a music box and moaning
2: <laughs> that would be the moaning would be a good um candidate for your album
1: yeah, it would. And you know, oh, you know what? We gotta, we started talking about the cliches of like, or not the cliches, the uh, like all the stereotypical fucking horror movie, like music and bullshit they put in, like the not homages. Let me think. So there was all those stupid fucking ghost noises and random appearing ghosts. There was a character at one point that was literally just a mix of Michael Myers and Edgar oh Allan Poe <laughs> tossed in for no reason. And then right after he's on the screen, Ravens start appearing. So I'm like, okay, so you just... Is that your homage to fucking Edgar Allan Poe, but then you're also dressing him like Michael Myers? And then, like, right before they reveal him, too, they're literally playing music that's a mix of fucking the Halloween theme song and then, like, a Fast and Furious theme song while Jason's driving through the fucking town in a convertible, like, fucking Chev- Chevrolet or some shit. It wasn't I'm a like, convertible, what? but it was, like a, like, a... like No, it was. Was it? He just did, he just He had the top up, but oh, that was a fucking wow. convertible. And also, you know what? If you're gonna put a fucking convertible in the movie just take the fucking top down dick <laughs> also Are you kidding me
2: I mean I do have to take issue though because maybe he wasn't paying homage to Edgar Allan Poe he was just paying homage to like dudes with three letter last names we don't know
1: no dude I think he was just there was there was nothing to do with names here I, I don't even think it wasn't paying homage he was just shitting on Edgar Allan Poe he was like hey remember your legacy fuck that <laughs> It was so aggravating. And what else? What the other music they did, uh, The Exorcist mixed with Rocky. Oh,
2: my God. That was, yeah, when when Jason's, like, running upstairs out of nowhere, there was definitely, like, a Rocky vibe going on.
1: Yeah, like, just because you're going upstairs I just doesn't mean Jason. you're Rocky. I
2: just called I'm just going to keep calling him Jason, even though his name is Jamie oh. in the movie.
1: I wrote his name down as Jason Stackhouse for <laughs> the entire film. Like, everything in my... I literally see Jason Stackhouse written down, like, five times right here, just glancing at my notes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I refuse... He's never going to be anything else to me. That's like one of those characters. It's like, you were in this. Now you're that forever. I mean, for you, like with you, you are forever the girl trimming hedges for me. You're not <laughs> anyone else. That's your cast type.
2: Oh my god, great! It's awesome.
1: <laughs> I, never... I genuinely don't think you should ever like play any role again. I think it's ridiculous that you're even like doing like table reads for anything else aside like, from like. It's ridiculous a girl that I'm trying hedges. to have a career. It it is fucking ridiculous, Hillary. You should know your place by now. <laughs>
2: I still don't even know how to trim hedges, so.
1: Well, we all know that.
2: <laughs> every, How about every movie, instead of trying to shave my neck beard, I'm just like trimming some hedge or like some houseplant.
1: Which, you know what, now that you said that, I want to make a good point. We were talking shit about Donnie Wall. You know what, actually, I already take back what I'm saying. Because the difference is that this movie was $20 million and he has a $25 million net worth. And he's fucking still buzzing his neck in random spots. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, your cast type in that movie was trimming hedges in random spots. So I'm like, can I really talk shit on Donnie Wahlberg? But you know what? Yeah, I can. Why the fuck are you doing that? Like you said, you're in the fucking Sixth Sense doing all this shit, and then you're out here, like, your whole cast type is just, oh yeah, I keep a buzzer in my pocket. The fuck? <laughs> The fuck like you could do that in low budget movies. You can't do that in a twenty million dollar movie, dude.
2: I mean he's guy in trench coat, like buzzing his neck. That's just
1: what he is. The brown trench coat is such a staple for anyone that wears it.
2: Yeah, it really it is. It's it's such a, but it's also like such a cliche for like a cop. Ugh.
1: Honestly, are we calling this guy a cop? He's the worst fucking cop I've ever met in my life.
2: He definitely doesn't go by protocol. Yeah, that's for sure. No, because he. T- you know what? Let's just. He commits. Every, I, he commits like he's like a rookie. Like he commits every error there is to commit as a police officer.
1: Yeah, he does. Okay, you know what? Let's let's get back on track because, like I said, this movie starts off fucking hot. It <laughs> it just keeps going, and there's a lot of like nuances that if we start going into other stuff, I'm gonna miss completely. But I think it's all worth talking about for whatever reason.
2: All right, start from the top.
1: All right, so you know immediately we find out that. Ryan Quentin is literally just Jason Stackhouse and like it goes into me just calling him Jason Stackhouse the whole time because he starts and it's just like oh okay so you, you don't know how to play anything else anymore which is what I thought but then I found out that this was before True Blood and I'm like that's weird that's odd
2: or it could have been simultaneous you don't know when these things like were shot and slash came out
1: you're right. I was just thinking that even as I was saying it. Like, you know what? Maybe he acted in them around the same time. Yeah. They just were going through editing and post-production and all that shit. It's quite possible. Yeah, so maybe he was just stuck on Jason Stackhouse. But anyway, he's Jason Stackhouse as fuck. And then we meet his, uh, like, fiancé or wife or whatever. I think his fiancé. Wife. Her name's Lisa. It's he, his wife, how, okay. How do
2: you not know it's his wife? He spends the entire movie going, why my wife? Why my wife? Why my wife? Whole Honestly, movie.
1: that just... That just sounds like some bullshit that I disregarded. <laughs> okay. All right. She could have been she Co- could have been anything.
2: Continue.
1: So, he's just like, you know, talking to her and then she he's like he's working on the pipes under the sink and she comes up she's like, "Surrender." Surrender to the wonders of takeout. And I was like, "Is this a joke that you're making? <laughs> like is this like is this like a playful relationship joke you're making? Because if I was it Sorry, I burped. If I was in this relationship and you said that to me, I would kill both of us.
2: <laughs> you wouldn't surrender to the wonders of Chinese food?
1: I'd be so fucking aggravated, dude. I'd literally just be like, what the... F- Did she you also, just say those fucking words to me?
2: She also feels like a, like a theater actor who was pulled into this movie because she enunciates everything and, and speaks so differently
1: than him yeah, she should have she should have been the actress in the actual theater like the old lady where it's like yes. oh and wonders and films and blah like she's just so fucking over the top dude I hate it
2: yeah she was it was yeah it was. she laid it on thick but you know what though that's what women do
1: oh wow you fucking <laughs> you sexist bitch
2: <laughs> that's what women do you gotta portray them as they are obviously you wanna talk about
1: you want to talk about what else women do? Because they hear a doorbell, and all of a sudden, there's a giant... Ju- like, the biggest... It's not even a box. It's a fucking crate. The biggest crate I've ever seen in my life. And it's just, like, this giant, terrifying ventriloquist. I'm not even sure if they bought it. And, and no, they act- didn't after- buy
2: it. I don't think they Yeah,
1: exactly. At, well, the way they reacted to it in the beginning, I was like, okay, so maybe they bought this? Like, they wanted this? Because they seemed very excited about it. Come to find out, during the rest of the fucking movie... That no they did not buy this but for some reason they were just like okay yeah cool this is fine and I do want to argue that I want to say like hey if a random ventriloquist doll shows up to your door don't take it but at the same time I think about it I'm like if that happened to me I'd I'd take it,
2: I'd it. <laughs> I mean I'm looking behind you at your collection of, of dolls and I I think you would take it 100% I,
1: I would take it but then we come to find out that there's like some other weird shit go like Jason has like a rule or like a, a, a what is it he's like Oh yeah, ventriloquist dummy is a bad omen. And I'm like, okay, and then a random one shows up to your fucking house and you decide to keep I know, it
2: because he says to him, he goes, "Well, where I'm from? Well, where are you from, dude? Where the, like- That's a,
1: the biggest question in the world. Where the fuck are you from that a ventriloquist is a bad omen?
2: Yeah, and he's like, oh no, we'll just keep this and has no problem with it until later.
1: Until later, which is like two minutes later because yeah. the fucking the chick Lisa, who's played by Laura Reagan, she um. She decides to treat this ventriloquist as if it's, like, an actual baby. Like, she's doing baby talk. She's tucking it in. Like, the, the whole lot of things. It's fucking weird. She's, like, she's, like, primping its pillow and everything. And I'm like, what?
2: Well, she only has, like, you know, a few minutes on screen and she has to be the stereotype. <laughs> like, all women, right, just want a baby. All women. And when they get anything like a baby, a dog, a ven- murderous ventriloquist dummy, doesn't matter. They gotta treat it like a baby and then
0: she oh, died the van- so
1: the
0: she- ventriloquist
1: dummy wasn't enough because she's still in the mirror putting like a shirt under her belly going
0: oh look at me if I was pregnant oh my god look at my shirt baby
2: yeah so that was her backstory but she fulfilled her duty I mean she was a mom <laughs>
1: She was a a mom for all of five minutes before she, um, like I said, like she tucked this uh, uh, doll in. But not only does she tuck it in, she throws an entire blanket over it. And then she walks into another room and all of a sudden she just has like a weird eerie feeling that was spawned by nothing. Like nothing happened to her at all for her to feel creeped out. And then she starts walking back to the room and she's like, oh my God, look at that blanket that looks exactly the same as I left it two minutes ago. I'm so fucking startled. And then she goes over to it, she's like,
0: Hey, doll, how, how, how's it
1: going? And, the, and all of a sudden, like, the audio is off on this part, too, which is really weird. Like, there's bad audio editing in this $20 million movie. But she gets, like, dragged into this blanket, and then all of a sudden, the doll throws her across the room. Like, I'm talking full-on chucks her across the fucking room. <laughs> she splats on the floor. It literally goes, SPLAT! And Good. then she gets up and starts, like, full-on just puking, like, gallons of just solid, thick blood yeah, out like of her viscous, mouth.
2: Yeah, like, viscous, like, dark, viscous, like, it was, it didn't make any sense.
1: Dude, that is not how you puke up. it's not just, like, a steady, straight, like, it looked like she was pissing out of her mouth. <laughs> but, like, Actually, a really thick pee.
2: Yeah, it, it looked more like, like diarrhea to me, but yeah.
1: Dude, it was so fucking insane. and Hillary was just like, okay, that's... it. This movie's already unreal, but that is just ridiculous that you chose to do that. That's fine, though.
2: Yeah, so... So, yeah, the, the, the one woman really like, just expires very quickly.
1: Yeah, what? That was, like, seven minutes into the movie? No, probably, like, ten minutes because the intro was long as shit.
2: Yeah. And then there's, like, it, the old lady, but, like, it's just... Anyway, um, yeah, I did not enjoy that character.
1: <laughs> now nah, but she's dead now. The
2: wife character did not, did not enjoy her um, singular focus on babies.
1: No, yeah, I, I didn't like her at all. I didn't like how they... But I think I don't like how they set her up even more than I didn't like her.
2: Yeah, she just... They didn't make her likable. They didn't make her... Like, I didn't care about her. And then she died. And the whole movie, Jason Stackhouse is like what happened to my wife? Why my wife? Why'd you pick my wife? Why my wife? Why is my wife dead? Who killed my wife? I didn't care. I, we don't care. I don't care.
1: No, it's like, okay, I understand that this character cares about this other character, but I don't give a fuck. I knew her for all of three minutes, and she was easily the most annoying thing I've ever <laughs> had to deal with. She,
2: <laughs> her, yeah, no, I know. Her voice was so... She was just so... Huh? Huh?
1: Yeah. Yes. Like, yes. And it's... It's aggravating, to Jerry. say the least
2: exceptionally. She she sounded like she sounded like the 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 freaking kettle on the stove. That's what she sounded like to me. She is basically Dude.
1: Speaking I of clichés. I hate steaming teapots. Yeah. <laughs> Abolish them.
2: I really just... I, I mean scream used it to great effect. Let's retire it. Let's like put let's put that jersey up in the rafters. The tea, the tea kettle done was you Scream did it to perfection. Okay, let's let's leave it alone. Leave
1: it alone. You know, a lot of people are really mad at me for Scream cuz we just covered Scream on screen. Oh, really? But here's the thing. We, I didn't know we were covering Scream. I thought we were covering a Russell Crowe movie. <laughs> so right before we covered it, I watched the entirety of a Russell Crowe movie, Virtuosity, <laughs> which is like Russell Crowe in VR, and then we went to start it and they were like I was like, "Are you guys ready for this Russell Crowe movie?" and they were like, "We watched Scream." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, well, I didn't, so I'm going to talk about this Russell Crowe movie (laughs) the whole time, and people were fucking. They're like, some people are like, you really shit on a classic, and I'm like, I'm really like, I don't get that because I'm like, I didn't say a single thing bad about Scream because I didn't even talk about Scream. I was talking about a Russell Crowe movie the whole fucking time.
2: That's hilarious.
1: So you think I shit on it by talking about another movie? I don't know, man.
2: Doesn't doesn't add up.
1: (laughs) Anyway, this bitch is dead. She's propped up like a fucking idiot in her bed before she gets discovered by Jason Stackhouse. And then when he discovers her, he lets out one singular Johnny Depp crybaby tear, which <laughs> bold. That's bold.
2: He does. And by the way, like the bottom of her jaw is missing.
1: I don't even want to talk about that. Let's not talk about these shitty fucking jaw, tongue bullshit effects that they do and like the crackled doll face and everything. Let's just act like that never happened because I want, I want to get rid of that memory. <laughs>
2: Okay, fair. Moving on.
1: It makes me mad. But yeah, no jaw. Okay, so Jason Stackhouse decides to discover the origins of the doll after his wife is murdered. Oh, wait, actually, you know, there's one big thing that I went over. When he's at the police station, this is the first time that Donnie Wahlberg starts shaving, but he's doing it in a mirror while he's interrogating a suspect in the police station. Into, and a, then he's into like, a
2: picture that looks like maybe Abraham Lincoln, but wasn't?
1: Dude, I swore to God that was honest, Abe.
2: Yeah, but, like, who was it then? If it wasn't on a stay, what was happening with that?
1: I really don't know. I, I I have no guess for that. I don't know who that guy was. It's weird. I don't know. But you know what he does, too? He tells Jason, he's like, hey, man, I think you're going to need an alibi. And you know what Jason says? Why would I need an alibi? Bitch, your your wife is dead in your house. What do you mean? How? Why do you need it, an alibi? And, you don't know how this works?
2: And you were the last person to see her.
1: Yeah, he fucking called and everything, and, like, he left before, like, dude, of course you need a fucking alibi. And
2: this is this is where he said, well, where I'm from, a ventriloquist dummy is a really bad omen, and you're like, this is just,
1: what? And also, <laughs> and also why is he even worried about the alibi? Because he was coming home from work. Yeah, right. You were at work. You you literally have an alibi. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know why he's so, like, hurt by it, but, you know, whatever, I, whatever.
2: I, I think I think the word confused him. It was not part of his vocabulary.
1: Oh, he didn't know what alibi yeah, meant. Yeah, I don't think so. That makes a lot of sense. He's like, An I mean, alibi he's... is that like, is that like a type of food? Like, why would did, I need that did, right did, now?
2: Didn't we? Didn't we? It's kind of takeout, actually. Didn't we establish in True Blood that uh, he's as dumb as a box of hair?
1: He well, yeah, he's dumb as fuck, dude.
2: Yeah, but some, didn't a character actually say that in True Blood? You're dumber than a box of hair, Jason Stackhouse. So. We'll just, we'll just take that logic poured it over and he thought alibi was like a really good takeout
1: that makes sense yeah. it, it sounds like a decent food
2: i think it sounds like a great like mediterranean restaurant <laughs> to me it's
1: also it's also the bar in shameless oh is it yeah the alibi oh that's oh. awesome maybe he thought they were talking about that i don't know but anyway, he's he's trying to discover the origins of this doll after his wife is murdered. He did not care about that doll whatsoever before, but then after she's already dead, he's like, okay, I got to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> so he starts like driving cross-country to get his answers, and then this is when the music is literally like, he's driving down the freeway, and it's like Halloween, Fast and Furious, and I'm like, all right, dude, that's fine. <laughs> also, uh, note, James Wan directed Fast and Furious 7.
2: Yes, important
1: note. Which, Why? I don't know, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, and then uh, this is when he pulls up to this fucking weird ass house that I wasn't sure if it was a random house or not, but it turns out it's like the house of his dad. <clears throat> um, This is when Edgar Allan Poe, mixed with Michael Myers, opens a random gate with like, oh, gargoyles on it.
2: But also when mm. he drives through the town, which looks like an abandoned town out of like The Walking Dead, I did clock two yellow signs on <laughs> the telephone poles that looked like crew signs, like crew parking this way.
1: And if they were, I I want to reiterate, this is a twenty million dollar movie. Pay attention.
2: I I think I mean those. That's what they look like to me. But who
1: knows? It probably fucking was. Yeah, but, the, just but, but but the
2: whole town is like it, we're like tumbleweeds. Like 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 everything is closed up. Like everything is dark. Everything is like shuttered. Like it's a town that doesn't exist anymore.
1: But you know what we did see? There was one guy walking around that literally. I'm pretty positive it was Edgar Allan Poe mixed with Michael Myers just walking around the town, and then he ended up being the gatekeeper at the house.
2: Yeah, this is true because they they only had that one extra.
1: Yeah, so it's like, all right. I mean, you you have all this money and all this like know how and whatever Actually, I'm gonna say you have no know how. You have all this money and all this shit going for this, and you can't get one more extra. <laughs> <laughs>
2: also I don't know how That's he got fun. how I beat him there but
1: you know about beating I want to know why uh, what the father was beating um, Jason Stackhouse about when he was younger
2: yeah they didn't really go into that just like established him as like a shitty dad
1: well they established that but then they I feel like they took everything back later because he has this explanation later where he's like I did everything to protect you and then I'm like wait but when were you beating him because there's like three different times where they're like, yeah, he doesn't beat people anymore.
2: Yeah, well, that's that, that was the wife.
1: Yeah. Oh, OK. So the, he's always the wife. said Because
2: if you remember, she said he's not the dad you knew anymore.
1: Uh, OK, OK. So he just was always a dick until he died.
2: Yeah. But then they were just setting up for later.
1: OK, that that makes a little bit of sense. Then. Her, her, it's stupid. Her, but sure.
2: Her lines are all foreshadowing.
1: Yeah, every even the clam chowder. Okay, well, so so um, we'll get to
2: that. We'll get to that.
1: So this bitch had like a stroke or something, and then he has some makeup all over his face that's supposed to like em- embody a stroke, but it's really just some black dots painted on his forehead. <laughs> and then Jason is like, "All right, I'm gonna leave because you're a dick." And then he points to a painting as he's as he's leaving. It's, it's like him and his father, and then an empty chair. And he's like, "You see that?" My mom used to be in that painting and I thought that was the most bold thing I've ever seen in my life. Like they <laughs> little the dad recommissioned the painting to paint the wife out of the picture and just leave an empty chair.
2: I mean, it's that's cold. That's savage is what that is.
1: And the bitch is dead too, so not only are like you're not just divorced, like she's fucking dead and you were like, Yeah, I mean paint that shit out.
2: Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't paint his son out that he beat, but okay.
1: Dude, that would have been bold if it's just like him standing next to a chair with his arm around nothing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That'd be fucking funny.
2: The old, rich, miserly dude with no family. He's he's driven everybody away.
1: (laughs) They're all gone. And what do I do? I paint over them.
2: He just keeps paying for paintings and like, (laughs) and like, and like like, taking people out of them. (laughs) there, there There was also a dog, a family dog in that photo at one point got painted out
1: He finds, like, old paintings that aren't even hung up anymore, and he's like, I need to recommission this so I can hang it back up. (laughs) So, anyway, Jason Stackhouse decides to, uh, go to bed in his hotel room, which is just a really red room with his dolly, and he wakes up, there's some old bitch, like, staring at him, and at this point in the movie, you have no fucking clue what it means. Again, like, for. Like, foreshadowing is fine in some senses, but when it's a movie that you're not going to rewatch, it doesn't fucking matter, like, for all this <laughs> stuff in the, in, like, like, way in the back, it's like, okay, that's just, even now that I know what the answer is in the end of the movie, I'm still just like, okay, old ghost bitch. It's <laughs> all I thought.
2: Yeah, it's a little, ugh. I don't know even know why, like, why is this doll, like, outside of his case and just sitting at the, like, the cafe table by the window?
1: Yeah, why is he sitting it up, like, staring at him in the middle of the night when, like, you're, you're, you you have to assume at this point in the movie that he assumes the doll murdered his wife, right? That's why he's doing all this hunting? Yeah, correct. So if you know that it's murdering people, why are you just hanging out with it?
2: Yeah, I don't think he knows it's murdering people. I think we know it's murdering people.
1: <laughs> but who, do, if, if he doesn't assume the doll's murdering people, who does he think killed his wife? Does he think the doll had, like, a bomb that ripped people's tongues out and turned their face crackly?
2: Yeah, no, I think he's trying to find out who killed his wife.
1: This dude is so fucking stupid.
2: He just thinks the doll is somehow, like, the key to get this answer.
1: Alright, that's fine, whatever. It's a doll with cameras in its eyes, according to Jason Stackhouse. So, we get introduced to this fucking old morgue attendant who has a wife named Marion who likes to just hide under their cellar.
2: Which I like in a movie about like a ventriloquist dummy because the name like Marion, like Marionette.
1: <laughs> and that's cool, but why is she hiding in a cellar and why hasn't he killed this bitch yet?
2: Yeah, she also has a pet raven that she coddles.
1: Yeah, you have a wife that's hanging out with a stray raven and is just hiding in your <laughs> cellar for shits and giggles? Put that bitch in a fucking hospital. Are you kidding me?
2: Yeah, he loves her though he'll do anything for
1: her dude you know what love might be a thing but love doesn't love knows bounds it, <laughs> it, it, it knows bounds all right <laughs> and these are them
2: yeah i mean it, it's pretty it's a pretty solid conclusion i have to say
1: yeah right, well marion is just living her good old life and then and then we hear uh but this is also
2: this is also though where where um, the guy's like, Well, what have you thought about for a casket? Like, or what does her family want? And J- Jason's like, Oh, well, I've only met them once and we didn't exactly talk about casket choices. And you're
1: like, Which is a stupid line, but at the same time, I'm like, You know, I I, I think I excused that one just because I was like, You know what? That's fine. I wouldn't talk about that either. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe don't repeat it, but. It's just so
2: silly, but yeah.
1: And then we get that line that's like, uh, like, The. The key to the whole movie that's like, beware the stare of Mary Shaw. She has no children, only dolls.
2: And and Caleb immediately goes, I think they're talking about me.
1: Yeah, I think that's <laughs> literally just me. <laughs> I mean, that it, it describes me pretty fucking well. I don't want children, but I do want a lot of dolls. Yeah. <laughs> that
2: is, it is you. I mean, I'm looking at you right now. It is you.
1: And honestly, like this movie, as aggravating as it was, a lot of cool dolls that I wanted to own.
2: Yeah, I mean kind of a doll lover's dream.
1: It's really fucking cool. I I love dolls so much, which is the the funnest part of this movie easily. Well, no, I would say I had fun with this movie, but it's still shit. It's like it's hard for me to say like I'm okay with a movie when I see a budget like twenty million and then I see what the final product is. Like it's hard for me to be like, you know what, I had fun, so it's fine.
2: If this movie was like two hundred thousand, I'd be like, "All right, yeah, cool."
1: It'd be a great movie for two hundred thousand.
2: Great movie, even for two million. Even for two million, I'd be like, "Okay." Two million,
1: I would have been fine with.
2: All right, great, good job. Twenty. You
1: put that, yeah, you put that zero next to it, and you lose every bit of respect that I had. Well, I had none, but like you lose all of it.
2: Yeah, it's it's a lot of money for not a huge payoff, but they tried. Bless them. So.
1: So Mr. Jason gets spooked. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to go bury this doll with Mary or whatever the hell. I don't know what his plan is, but that's his plan. And then he gets over there. He, like, puts in a coffin, and then it turns its head. So Jason's like, oh, God, what the hell? Okay, I'm just going <laughs> to leave. And then he just drives back to his hotel, only to be greeted by Donnie Wahlberg, the cop, by the way, who's just hanging coat. out. In his trench coat. Who's waiting for him in his hotel room. First of all, you're a cop. You can't do that. <laughs> for, I, I'm going to say, first of all, I don't even think you're supposed to be tailing people in the way that you are.
2: <laughs> Clearly
1: not. But you're definitely not supposed to be waiting in their hotel for them. And you're definitely not supposed to be waiting in their fucking hotel room for them, shaving your goddamn neck <laughs> beard without a mirror, just letting all your hairs go on on the fucking hotel floor.
2: That's my... It's so random. It's so... I want to know, like, was that Donnie Wahlberg's idea? Or was that James Wan's idea?
1: I really... Okay, here's the thing. If it was James Wan's idea, fuck you. You're (laughs) such a piece of shit. If it was Donnie's idea, I think I'm okay with it. Because he's like, you know what? I'm in this stupid fucking high-budget movie that's shit. Can I just buzz my fucking neck hair the whole movie?
2: Yeah, also, like, detectives don't really walk around in trench coats. That's more like private eyes. Mm Mm-hmm. Detectives, Mm. because I know a bunch of detectives, they they wear kind of like bad jeans and like...
1: (laughs) Well, this guy's not a private... He's a detective.
2: He is a detective.
1: So I guess detective trench coat?
2: He's detective trench coat.
1: Well, he pretty much just says, like, hey, Jason, fuck you. I'm tailing you. And then he's just like, all right, I'm going to leave now. And he, like, takes the ventriloquist with him. And then in the next scene, he's just shaving his fucking beard. Like, it's the morning. Like, he easily got to the hotel at 3 a.m. And then shaved his neck beard in fucking Jason's hotel room. And then he went to his hotel room, woke up at 7 a.m., and then is already shaving his neck beard again. I'm like, dude, you had a solid four hours there. Your <laughs> facial hair is not grown back right now.
2: Your your silent outrage at the reappearance of the shaver, like the next morning, was just I laughed for like ten minutes. That was so fucking funny. Also, it when he when he left Jason's stack house, he took the doll and said, I'll be right next door.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'll be right ra- you know else? Is See weird you later, about that? neighbor.
1: They bring back two things. They bring back the shaving, and then, you know, I guess they don't bring back things. They forgot that he took the doll, because the next day, he just leaves, and then Jason's like, all right, I'm gonna go do some stuff, and he's just holding the ventriloquist doll, and I'm like, wait, wh- it was in another, r- what?
2: Wait, can I just say something real quick? Yeah. So, on IMDb, I'm looking at Ryan, <clears throat> Quanton, and you know you can say like known for and it has like only a couple movies he's known yeah. for obviously true blood the second thing he's known for is this
1: you know it's really weird and i looked up like seven see- different actors and actresses in this and all of them have dead silence as they're most known for so i think this might act maybe people fucking like this or, so, or it's known for but it was a box office bomb like it was 20 million dollars and it only made like what like we say like 22 million or something
2: by the way, Ryan's also known for Nights of Badassdom.
1: What? Yeah. What is that?
2: I, I, I don't know. It's a 2013 action-adventure comedy. I don't, I, I don't know. I've never seen it, but uh, it's just funny to me that everyone lists this. Also, um, we didn't talk about the fact that this movie is written by uh, Lee Wannell. Who wrote and directed yes. the An uh, Invisible Man, which was just out with um, What's her face from Handmaid's Tale?
1: Yeah, he's actually quoted saying he was like he said something like, "I really hated the finished product of this movie. I'm never gonna uh, like write a screenplay like after the movie sold or something like that." He was pretty much just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna plan for things. I'm gonna plan things in advance after this failure of a film."
2: Yeah. Well, he's got, the, he's got the Invisible, uh, invisible Man with, uh, what's her name? Elizabeth. <laughs> I can't remember her name right now.
1: Have you seen The Invisible Man? Yeah. I-, I still have not seen it. There was a few times I was supposed to see it in theaters, but like I either got there late or I got bailed out on or something. I just never ended up watching it.
2: I saw Lee introduce it, actually. And I want to say somebody asked him about this very thing, working with a studio and not putting his name on something, actually.
1: <laughs> That's pretty fair.
2: I mean, yeah, so, um, yeah, so Lee also uh Australian, like like our friend Ryan, so maybe that's the connect, but
1: that's racist, Hillary, is
2: it I'm sorry,
1: <laughs> all Australians are best friends, that's right, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, Mr. Jason is. He's having a flashback of Mary Shaw now and the ventriloquist Billy. They're kind of just like... They're in this olden theater and they're just yelling about how de- about how Billy is a real doll for like seven minutes <laughs> until we see Mary Shaw dollified because she's like... There's literally one, time, one point in the movie where she's just like, I want to be a real doll. It's like the opposite of Pinocchio. And I'm like, yeah. all right, I guess she wants to... She wants to be a real doll, whatever. If you want to be a real doll, go be a fucking real doll. So... Her whole purpose of being a real doll is so she could, like, CGI rip people's tongues out, which easily is the biggest fucking plot hole in this movie. And I'm not talking about the fact that she's ripping tongues out, but the fact that they put those CGI tongues in the movie, I think, is a plot hole in itself. You think so? Yeah. I I don't. I think that that, like, confuses the fuck out of me where I'm like, okay, is that a that you're prosthetic is that like a is that a ghost tongue what are you trying to show me yeah i thought it was like you remember um what was that movie what's that fucking movie the 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 the, some old haunting uh the haunting in connecticut oh i've seen that. Did you ever watch i
2: did see that yeah
1: you remember in the haunting in connecticut when they just have like thing like little like almost ghost clouds like coming out of their mouth it's like demons like releasing or Mm -hmm. going in their mouth whatever the fuck it was it's been a long time since i've seen that movie it was like when it came out but you remember that right Mm -hmm. like sludgy stuff coming out of their mouths yeah totally that's what their tongues look like in this movie (laughs) wow that is such a good call actually dude it was so that's all i thought of the whole time i was like is this supposed to be a tongue or a demon? (laughs) coming out of your mouth
2: yeah it really you could chalk it up to either honestly
1: but you know like when you say demon it sounds like okay so there's a demon coming out of your mouth that looks that sounds pretty cool but it's like no it's like it's like a fucking like it's like the tongue of like a cronenberg character it's like (laughs) it's not it's not anything satisfying it's not anything that looks cool like i know cronenberg characters look fairly like they look pretty fucking cool this does not it's like a It's like a cgi Cronenberg character, but in 2007. So just try to put those things together. Yeah. And I'm sure you can imagine that it's not a pretty sight. No, not at all. But that's what she is now. She's a doll that's ripping people's tongues out with her tongue, which I don't get. I thought if she was going to be ripping tongues out, she was going to be like ripping them out with her hands or something. But she's like tonguing people with her tongue (laughs) to remove their (laughs) tongues. It's
2: like using a word to define a word
1: yeah dude it's like it, it, that's exactly what it is when you're explaining something like you're explaining like what the definition of running is and you're like oh yeah i ran over there <laughs> like, bitch that doesn't help me
2: or wait what, what's the movie we saw where it was like a hunter is someone who hunts <laughs> animals oh God, that are what hunted was that? I don't,
0: um I don't um um running.
1: was that no 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 oh, no that,
2: no, the, no that no that was travolta that was the Travolta. Movie. Oh my
1: god! Yeah, because the mo- the moose and hunter. Yeah, hunter and moose. Yeah, and they were like, yeah, and they were, yeah, like, and yeah, they were yeah.
2: like, a hunter or somebody who hunts who- things that need to be hunted. You're like, what?
1: the fucking. Uh, I o- always want to call it like the tempest oh, was, or the faculty, it was, but what, it, what is the it w- the um, the decision? He,
2: no, the- no, <laughs> dude, it was trivia. It was in the trivia.
1: Oh, it was in the trivia. Yeah, was yeah, somebody you're right.
2: defined hunting? But what's that? F- Kept using the yeah, word "hunt" to define hunting.
1: Yeah, they literally just described, They use the IMDb trivia to just describe what hunting was, <laughs> as if like as if the people reading it didn't know what fucking hunting is. Are you kidding me? Oh, that was what was that movie called again? Um,
2: fanatic. The the fanatic. The
1: fanatic. The fanatic. And, there we go. And
2: and then and then you you liked. It was like you said it was helpful because zero people found this helpful, so we made you yeah. we made <laughs> we made you log in and find it helpful.
1: Yeah. I, well, it, it was helpful to me. I didn't know what hunting was before that. They they told me what it was. Oh my
2: god! But yeah, tong- tonguing people and removing their tongues with your serpent demon tongue is like describing hunting with the word hunt. That's my do that sophisticated analogy right now
1: so fucking asinine. <laughs> I know.
2: I know. I know. It makes sense to me, though. It totally makes sense to me. It makes so much sense to me. Am I the only one? <laughs> if you agree with me, drop a tongue emoji in this
1: comment. We gotta stop. We gotta stop with this drop emoji. <laughs> we gotta stop. I, need a, sec- like I need a
2: secret language with people. Let me have a secret language.
1: You know what, actually, I can't say we got, people have been doing it, like, every time. They're like, yeah, here's this, and I'm like, oh, shit, okay, so you listen.
2: Yeah, I'm. someone out there knows what I'm talking about, and, and my stupid analogy <laughs> makes sense. Dude,
1: fuck you and fuck this.
2: <laughs> yeah, you invited me on. Yeah, I, why do I keep doing that again? Responsibility is squarely on you.
1: <laughs> hey, you know what, I got got to get my money's worth. I bought you a mic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I'm like, oh, he's like, oh, man, I got two more times.
1: Okay. Um, I'm just like, I'm just counting. I have like a little like spreadsheet. I'm yeah. like, okay, if I get Hillary <laughs> on three more times, I got my money's worth and then I can never talk to her again.
2: I'm like one of your sponsors where you're like, oh, man, I have four episodes <laughs> per month. <laughs> You're like I gotta, to I gotta
0: get them out. I
2: gotta get him out. I gotta get him out.
1: All right, so this is Hillary last time on the show.
2: Oh wait. Oh wait, but this is the only thing I'm known for. I'm known for I, this and that, nothing else.
1: That and trimming hedges. And trimming hedges. Um, wait, dude, I, Hillary. I'm so sorry. What? I fucked up. What do you mean? I didn't intro you, right? Oh no. Hillary Barbary. Hillary Barbary. Hillary <laughs> Barbary. I was too busy like I was so focused on the buzzer that I forgot how I intro your episodes.
2: Oh my god. I thought for a second you like didn't you weren't recording this whole time and I was going to lose I, my shit.
1: <laughs> I knew you were going to have that reaction and that definitely would have been an issue. <laughs>
2: I was like, oh my god, did he not record this whole fucking time?
1: No, the issue was much worse than that.
2: Yeah, well, it's, it's yeah, it's a pretty severe offense. We'll call it even. My asinine analogy and your uh, lack of proper introduction.
1: Yeah, we're good now. We're fine.
2: Yeah. So I'm back fine. on the show next week? Okay, cool.
1: Yeah, but, and then now, we'll, maybe we'll find another Donnie Wahlberg movie and we'll see if he keeps shaving.
2: Are we just going to, like, pick an act? Am I going to be, like, your actor go-to?
1: Cause, yeah. cause, because
2: you were like oh Jason Stackhouse is a movie Hillary
1: well that's kind of how it goes with me like so far it's been like okay Nicolas Cage movie Hillary okay <laughs> John Travolta Tarted movie Hillary okay uh, fucking Dead Silence with Jason Stackhouse Hillary, Hillary. <laughs> yeah it's just kind of how it goes you have like
2: I like how my you have that you. my choice is so obvious. I like I'm, I'm I'm so well branded on your podcast, but like out out in the career world, people like don't know how to cast me, and I'm like, well, I'm clearly very well branded here. So,
1: dude, I know how to cast you very well. Yeah.
2: Give <laughs> give me a hedge. We're good to go.
1: I really can we do that? <laughs> Just can we can we can we make can we make you a movie called The Hedge? <laughs>
2: Where I'm, I'm just I just personify a hedge and try to cut myself. Is that the horror?
1: I act no. Okay, so here's what I think it is.
2: Okay, what is it?
1: There is a hedge, and you keep going to this hedge every day to trim it, but every time you trim it, you come back the next day and it's untrimmed. So you're like, (laughs) holy shit! I you're starting to go crazy. You're like, and you start having flashbacks of you like you're seeing yourself in the third person and you're fake trimming the hedges and you're like oh shit maybe I haven't been trimming these hedges the whole time but then we as the audience see that you keep trimming the hedges but then like over it just keeps coming back every single time so then you're going crazy and the audience is like holy shit is she sane or is she crazy what's going on and then and then you you bite into a hot dog and you like blow up
2: (laughs) (laughs) you're just combining all my movies that's cool
1: well, that's the hedge.
2: That's the hedge. It's part <laughs> ice cream truck and part hot dog, yes.
1: <laughs> guys, go watch hot dog. It's <laughs> my favorite thing in the world. Uh,
2: I don't even think it's I don't yeah. I don't know if it ever made it to up online or not.
1: No, I remember weren't they gonna
2: like distribute it or something? Never happened? He said it was going to. He signed a, a contract to get it distributed. I don't know what happened.
1: Well if you guys can find Hillary's hot dog, go watch <laughs> Hillary's hot dog. If you can't, it fucking sucks to be you. <laughs> That fucking sucks. Well,
2: that sucks. So. So, anyway. Anyway. That's the hedge. That's the next one.
1: That's the next one. Mm. So, Donnie Wahlberg starts digging up the grave of Mary Shaw for, really, I, you know what? It seemed like they were going to explain a reason in a little bit, but they never explained why he was digging up her grave or what he did with it or anything. Mm. It kind of just, like, moved on. It kind of comes back later, like, just, but not the fact that he was digging up her grave, just the fact that he was in a cemetery and saw things. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I don't have an answer to that. But then Jason on the other side, he finds a boat or like a canoe. And he ends up at like that rundown theater that Mary Shaw used to perform in. And like me and you were pretty pissed about this time because this was what we mentioned earlier. This was the chandelier part because we were, we were really mad. We were like, you guys spent $20 million on this movie and chandeliers are not cheap so you spent a like you didn't spend a good amount of the budget you know on the chandelier obviously but you spent more money than needed to be spent on that chandelier (laughs) on the chandelier
2: the whole thing looked amazing i mean it was really like something mystical and magical
1: dude like it looked all right but like you're you're in a rundown theater like it's just like fucked up chairs everywhere cobwebs like an old piano and shit like that like whether or not that chandelier was right there in the middle of that theater made absolutely zero difference. There could... I could have just assumed that there was a chandelier above them that wasn't in the shot.
2: I mean, that was the Phantom of the Opera nod in my mind. Why did the
1: whole movie turn into fucking Phantom of the Opera right here? Like, he's running through the rafters, like, falling. It almost seemed like he was having a fight with a doll ghost.
2: (laughs) Can we talk about, though, since we're in the theater, the, the flashback scene in the theater, like, the original, like... Ventriloquist scene with all the kids because they flash back to like Mary with you know being on stage and like entertaining a packed audience of like really old timey people. It was and, a sold out show. Yeah, sold out show, and it's and it's supposed to be Henry, the guy in the in the morgue. It's him as a kid, right? So it's young, the young version of him. And I'm looking at this kid, and I'm like, Hang on, is that Kier Gilchrist? Is that Kier Gilchrist? And we look it up, and sure enough, it when is. That, uh, when
1: you said that, when you said Kier Gilchrist, I just assumed that Keir. was like a new brand of tooth uh, like toothpaste.
2: Kier, I'm <laughs> like, is that Kier? Because Kier worked on a TV show that I worked on called United States of Terra, and he played like a like a teenage son to Tony Collette. So like, but it was only it was 2008 when we started shooting that show. So it was one year after this movie came out. But Kier was like a little kid in this. And he's awesome actually. He's one of the best things about the movie. <laughs> his his acting is spot the fuck on. Um and now he's starring in Atypical. And also and it follows was, for the horror audience. Um I was going to
1: say you said he was also the lead in It Follows, which really I would never have recognized that because he looks nothing like he does in It Follows. Like he has like I feel like in It Follows he almost looks like um he kind of looks like um the the lead the lead male in midsummer, but when he's on mushrooms and has a weird lip thing going on where he just looks like really uncomfortable and he's just like like he has an underbite thing going on almost where he's like, Where am I? What's that? I'm on drugs.
2: <laughs> I couldn't believe I, I, I recognized him. I was like it was it was wild. But yeah, nice Well
1: you said that I thought you were just talking about like the voice of the ventriloquist or something. I was like, who's the fucking kid I don't fucking know
2: Cure. <laughs> yes. And then one of the kids goes missing. The redhead, because that's what happens to redheads. Sorry, I'm no, just kidding.
0: Well, I mean, dude, like you don't have
1: a soul. Like no one's gonna fucking notice when you're gone. <laughs> oh god,
2: that's so terrible. It, well, it's it's not
1: terrible if it's true.
2: Yeah, but, but,
0: <laughs> but because because
2: he's he's a non-believer. He doesn't believe he's a real boy or something, and the and the dummy gets all upset.
1: Oh, he's, like, pit- they're having, like, a full-on argument on the stage. And everyone's, like, ah, so great. I'm, like, this actually seems like there's a lot of tension going on here.
2: Yeah, I'm, like, this isn't this isn't so great. And Keir's all, like, wide-eyed, like, ugh. But then it's after that that Mary wants to be turned into a... There's that whole scene, like, in in the morgue where she's, like, turned into a dummy. And he tips yeah, the coffin and-, and, like, she falls out and it's all...
1: Yeah, he's just kind of staring at her. He's just like, oh shit, dead bitch. And then, like, a father comes in and is like, oh shit, dead bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the end of it. Like, it just ends flashback. It's like, okay. Yeah,
2: I know. Yeah, that's pretty good summary, actually. Pretty good summary.
1: And then, so we're back to, like, real movie time or life or whatever. And Jason starts uh, reading, like, this how to make a perfect draw- doll, like, scrapbook. Which is literally just, like, a scrapbook of, like, you know, fucked up news articles. Like, it's something you would find in, like, it's, like, uh, like in Misery. You know, like, Kathy Bates, yes. like, little book that's just, like, all of the shit, like, all the people that she killed and whatnot. It's just a scrapbook like that. Yeah. There's... And then he's just, like, oh, okay, you know, this is, this is cool. Look at all the dead people and whatnot. But there's also, that's fine. There's
2: also, like, a lot of, like, Leonardo da Vinci, like like the way he draws with all like the lines and like it looks very engineered like it doesn't look like sketches it's It's like
1: it's like the full like scientific anatomy of a ventriloquist
2: doll yes thank you that's what i was what, what is that uh the something man vitruvius or something or like the the something man what's the da vinci drawing the famous one that you're talking about. Oh,
1: oh, oh, I know what you're talking. I don't know the name of it, but yeah, I'm sure. Ev- like, if anyone's looking at the video, over it, like it's just ar- the arms and the the lines. The Vitruvian
2: Man, or something. Something like that. I'm gonna look it up. I'm the gonna
1: ventriloquist man. The
2: ventriloquist <laughs> man. <laughs> I think it's actually Vitruvian Man. Yeah, the Vitruvian Man. I was right. Okay. Yeah.
1: Ventriloquist man.
2: The ventriloquist man. Yes, that's what. It- that's what the drawings look like.
1: And then that's when like Jason's flipping through, he sees that little note that's like how to make a perfect doll, and then he finds out that like uh, Michael Ashen, At first, I thought Michael Ashen was the father, and that's why we got confused for a little while because the dad in this movie is also in the Shawshank Redemption, and I totally fucked you for a little while because I was like, "Oh, it's it." it was like, "He didn't even have a picture on IMDb," but I was was like, "What?" I'm like, "I'm
2: I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's the guy who says obtuse in the Shawshank Redemption." (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> he, he, and he was and like I should have known that t- I've seen him in a shit ton of he's in like fucking everything honestly everything? but like he's in so much but i was just looking at like the ashen because i saw that you know fuck it well this is my issue i'm calling jason or not even ryan's (laughs) character jason stackhouse the whole time but his name is actually jamie ashen i don't fucking know that because i'm calling him jason stackhouse (laughs) so then i see that his name's ashen and then i'm looking around like okay so ashen i just look at like one of the first ashen's i see and i'm like michael ashen okay sounds like a dad
2: yeah yeah you're like yeah But you said it with such authority you're like that's the dad i'm like oh is it oh great
1: yeah and then we fucking held on to that for the longest time and then we find out that the little ginger kid was named michael ashen so we're like oh the ginger kid's the dad we're like and then, and then we started talking we were like why isn't he ginger anymore
0: yeah i know
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know
2: what? You, then- you, you can't be intelligent all of the time that's
1: yeah. hillary we got into a long conversation <laughs> About how about how his freckles just disappeared and like his red hair and, and I know, all of his ginger we did. Features, I'm like, well like... he's
2: white hair now. It could be red, I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it just goes to show you we'll make like a million scenarios off of a mistake. Yes. <laughs> so then after we find that out this old morgue fuck he finds his wife hanging out with the doll like he just walks in it's like the one that keeps going to the cellar he just sees her hanging out with the doll and he's like you fucking idiot why are you doing this and he takes the doll back he's like I'm gonna go bury it but then he hears his wife in the crawl space for like the millionth time and he's like okay gotta go save this fucking damsel in distress but then he gets down there and he got swindled, you know, they just like, he goes over, he touches his wife and she's just a doll that like falls over and he's locked inside the crawl space. And I was like, this is the only time I felt bad for anyone in the movie. Cause I was like, this old guy actually looks kind of sad.
2: Yeah. And then you, and then you, you were like, oh, I wonder what they did to him on set to actually make him like, <laughs> oh, like, you you did, say that. like you didn't chalk, <laughs> you didn't chalk it up to like anything to good acting. <laughs> yeah. You said, I wonder what they did on set to make him actually scared and sad
1: you know uh, (laughs) i'm dying that you mentioned that because i forgot that i said that but that's legitimately how i felt in the moment i was like i'm not chalking this up to like good acting chops like i'm chalking this up to what did you threaten this old poor man with (laughs) to get him to act this hard
2: (laughs) you did say that it was amazing
1: and that wasn't even a joke. That was legitimately how I felt, like, looking at him and just, like, looking at his reactions. I was like, I think this guy's being threatened. Like, do I need to help him? <laughs> do I need to, like, check up and see if he's still alive? Is he okay? He
2: was actually stuck in a real crawl space.
1: I think that's what happened. I think they were like, okay, so, yeah, we're just going to, like, you know, we're going to take a shot of you so we can't see the door and whatnot. It'll look like it. And then when it came down to it, they were like, shut the fucking door. Shut the crawl space. Make him yeah. think he's yeah, stuck. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's just-
2: Oh no. Keep it rolling, so keep it rolling. Up. Yeah. Now they're like, "No, dude, we're just going to shoot the rehearsal." And then they like locked him in. Oh fuck.
1: Oh shit. Hold. You talk for a second. I need to drink some water. That made my chest hurt.
2: <laughs> oh wait, you know what we skipped over? My favorite line mm-hmm. in the whole movie. Oh. We skipped oh, over my we skipped over my favorite line when um when Donnie Wahlberg goes to basically chase Jason Stackhouse from the house to the cemetery,
1: I don't think that's. I don't think no. That's not here yet. That's not here yet. Is it? You could you could you could say the oh. line, but we're not there yet. Oh, we're
2: not. I thought we were.
1: No surprise. It feels like that because this movie goes by so fucking fast. Oh, it feels like okay. everything's together. Okay,
2: so it's coming up. Okay, we'll continue. We'll we'll get to that.
1: See, here's the thing. What we're at is my favorite line. Was that? Which isn't my favorite line. It makes me really angry, but I guess it's kind of my favorite line. It's when like because Jason goes back to the house to confront his father about his name being like or like not his name, but I guess like his nephew or uncle, whatever fucking name. It's just a family member. The ginger kid's a family member. He's like, hey, why is this name in the ventriloquist book? And then that's when I actually found out that I was like, oh, wait, you're Edward. You're not Michael. Yeah. So the father's Edward.
2: Yeah, the father was the Edward. The father's
1: Edward, played by fucking uh, Bob Gunton. Um, and then he walks in and his new stepmom goes, which we haven't even mentioned the stepmom, but she's such a fucking cunt. I hate
0: mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but
1: she, and she's a, she's a cunt because of this. She goes, honey, come and eat. You gotta eat. It's soup and that that's like where she ends it and then she's like it's really good stew and I was like I need to stop saying I was like because I'm going the fuck off but I was sitting here like what kind of fucking soup you can't just you can't just sit here and be like like honestly I love most soups so like I'll probably adapt to whatever you have but like you can't like hype up this great meal that you're talking about and be like
0: oh my god you gotta come eat it it's soup. Like, okay, bitch, that could mean anything. What
1: kind of fuck? That could be the worst soup in the world. Like, it could just be, that could just be broth at that point. Yeah. You can't just say, it's soup, bitch. Tell me if it's clam chowder. Tell me whether or not it's chicken noodle. Like,
2: I mean, we all do agree that clam chowder is really, it, like, the creme de la creme.
1: Yeah, and I'm jealous of you because you're in, like, the heart of clam chowder. I right know,
2: I'm, I'm in clam chowder town. I need to. Have-
1: and then you also had the audacity to tell me that you haven't been eating clam chowder, which is just f- absurd.
2: Well, by the way, the last time I was here, all I ate was clam chowder in September, so...
1: I remember that, because you were posting clam chowder literally <laughs> every day, and also- it looked so fucking good. Like, the clams looked so big, and so juicy, and so salty, and like, the broth just looked so creamy that I wanted to die.
2: My brother even made it from scratch, and it was, like, the best clam chowder I've ever had.
1: Clam chowder from scratch is so fucking good.
2: I mean, it takes a it took them
1: all day, but yeah. <laughs> and it, it's definitely, like, you got to put some effort in for some good clam chowder, oh, but it, when it's done, it is yeah, worth but sh- it.
2: But this lady was just like, hey, we got soup!
1: I I think I was way more upset about that than you were.
2: Yeah. You- you were quite devastated but also I was it's annoying I, I I I, agree with you your point was so well taken
1: see on your side you're like that was annoying on me I'm like that was fucking devastating <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> they hit you where it hurts
1: it, it, it really hurt yeah. like, I was genuinely upset by that statement I was like because it sounded like okay I've said this before but like I got a bitch stepmom and I'm like that sounds like some stupid shit she would say. Like, oh, we got soup. Are you excited? No, I'm not fucking excited because I don't know what it is. What are you talking about? Yeah, the the range of soups is
2: really from savory to sweet. Like, you really don't know what you're gonna get. Like, you, you it's, it's not good
1: enough to say soup. There are so many soups in the world. Like, how do, you, how are you that
0: naive?
1: I know.
2: <laughs> also, rich people like that don't eat just any soup.
1: That's what I'm fucking, like, dude, when I said, it could have been Top Ramen, and bitch, I know it isn't Top Ramen. <laughs> you know what? I need to, like, I'm getting, I just realized I'm getting so fucking sassy with this episode. Like, I usually am, like, angry or, like, you know, like, oh, fuck this or whatever, but, like, I'm just, I'm getting really sassy right now. Yeah, you, yeah.
2: you're getting soup sassy, which is the most sassy. Oh,
1: my, oh my God. Well, I guess it, I do have a show about soup. So do you I mean, really? It's called Horse. Oh,
2: I was like I was like, what show is that?
1: <laughs> I, I mean this show might as well just be about soup for all the soup that I never talk about.
2: That's true, because you don't even do your soup um, like scale system anymore.
1: That was the one thing about soup I had going for this show, but it confused people so much that I was like, you know what?
2: That's why I forgot <laughs> that's it. why I forgot this show was about soup, because we haven't done that in a long time. I forgot.
1: No, I just—I mean, I do a fuck Mary kill if that's like your cup of soup.
2: Yeah, I'm also like, oh wait, what what Caleb show am I on this time? <laughs> you
1: <know what? laughs> Hillary, you're 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 a horse soup veteran. Yeah, just just act like you're here, even if you're not. Okay, no will.
2: But yes, right. so okay. so so yes, her soup her her egregious soup error of not being specific with her soup, her non-specific soup, really sent Caleb to a a sassy new level. Is the end of that
1: yeah you know what because i i've been using bitch a lot in this episode which i use all the time so that's nothing new i'm just like using it in a very sassy way right now it's not like in an aggressive way it's just like oh you bitch um they're like oh you
0: bitch yeah (laughs) but
1: um but i don't call people cunt very often like i do it sometimes Mm. but i feel like this this time it was very (laughs) worth it
2: (laughs) just for the super fence alone
1: yeah, it was justified. Like you yeah. y- you want to disrespect soup like that? You're you're a fucking cunt. You're a twat. You're a dirty <laughs> ass bitch. Get the fuck out of my life.
2: Wow. It's a lot of people that don't like it's curse words,
1: this is the episode that like yeah, I mean there's a lot, a lot of episodes that I go off, but I'm going off right now.
2: You go, girl.
1: <laughs> you go, bitch. <laughs> So okay, so Jason finds out that he was sent away like as a child because of his ventriloquist curse. Because I guess like they were like the father was like, oh yeah, that's why I sent you for away forever because this ventriloquist is ripping out the tongues of all the ashens. Yeah, which it, it which really was so such a stupid fucking plot point where they're like, okay, so this one kid, this one ginger kid, one time that was like six or seven said that the ventriloquist dummy wasn't real so now he has a grudge and they're ripping out the tongues of every person in this family forever (laughs) that's what it was right
2: also you gotta love a guy who's named ashen and looks ashen like the dad does i thought
1: you were gonna make like an asher roth joke for a second no i I was gonna go
2: way more literal with that yes yeah, but
1: Did you ever listen to Asher Roth?
2: No, but he knew, like, Jason Stackhouse knew that there was a curse. Like he, he was like, oh, where I'm from, it's a bad omen. Like, he knew about it.
1: I think he just knew about, like, the it's like the rumors, you know? Like um, you hear some rumors around your town, you're like, oh, that's spooky. I think that's all he heard because what, what we found out is that he really wasn't even in his town. He was in his town for maybe a little bit, and then his dad sent him away for, like, I don't know, military camp or whatever. Something. I don't know where he went, but he went somewhere.
2: Yeah, who knows?
1: That's what happens to him. And then, okay, so so he just kind of, like, talks to his dad. He's just like, ah, fuck you, dad. You sent me away. And then he tries to leave the house. And this is another insane thing. Like I said, like, Donnie Wahlberg has just been following him. Pretty sure it's illegal. Pretty sure everything he's doing is illegal. But I also realize at this point that he's not a vampire because he just invites himself into every single house that he's around. Like, none of these... He doesn't own any of these places. He doesn't have a search warrant. He doesn't even ask if he can ever come in. He just walks into houses. Yeah,
2: but I was really hoping he was going to be a werewolf because he's always shaving. So that would make sense.
1: It it would make sense. Like when you're like a werewolf, but you're trying not to let anyone know you're a werewolf. So you just have this buzzer on you and you're always shaving your <laughs> neck. Like that makes sense. That would have made so much sense.
2: Like Sam Merlot should have done that in True Blood all the time.
1: Yeah, or like it's like an Aqua Hunger Force when that one guy is actually a Chewbacca, but then he's telling everyone he's a werewolf and he's just shaving his body, but he looks like a hairless mole rat.
0: <laughs> what? Same
1: shit.
2: Oh, yeah, totally. Totally followed you on that one. Well,
1: you know, you don't watch Aqua Teen? No. Dude, you should watch Aqua I
2: mean, I know there's like a. Isn't there like a um, soda in it?
1: Yeah, Master Shade. Yeah. <laughs> And then, I just know there. I just wad. know there's
2: there's like a little thing with a straw in it.
1: <laughs> yeah, master shake, meat wad, and then Frylock. Okay, it's such a good. Show. I can't believe the theme song is made by School D, dude. I mean, I've seen it
2: like a long time ago, but like I'm not versed. Anyway,
1: Teen was a show that like when I was younger, and it would come on on Cartoon Network at night. I wanted to try to watch it because I was like, it seems like it kind of, but it would fucking terrify me. I don't know why. It was just like. <laughs> It was just like the ambiance of the show that made me. I, I honestly think, like, I when I think back on it, that was actually like the most uncomfortable I felt in my childhood, beside the times that like I got like abused and like got a pen stuck up my ass. Like that was like what? that was like the shining. Um, Is that why you're so fixated star. on assholes? Um, no, because I just remember. Well, maybe I don't. I just remembered that happened like a month ago. What? <laughs>
2: You should just drop that gem in there. Okay, cool. Everyone, every, well, every, Hey, everybody drop pens in the comments.
1: <laughs> look, that's not a drop anymore. I've said it on another show.
2: <laughs> oh, really? Okay.
1: Yeah, I said I said on the first episode of Donkey Fellatio.
2: Well, it's well, news how, to me.
1: Okay, f- so for people who haven't listened to Donkey Felatio and haven't heard that part, the way it happened and the reason why I just found out about it, re- I repressed it from my mind. We're having a conversation, and I'm talking about a person that I hated in my past life, and then I was like... Oh yeah, I just remembered that one time him and another person held me down and stuck a big pen up my ass. That's fucking and awful. Yeah, and th- well, I I that's I really was la-
2: disgusting. That's really terrible.
1: Okay, well, when I said it, I was laughing because it sounded funny, and then my co-host on uh, Donkey Filicio went, um, "That's sexual assault." And then it, like it, you know, my, oh god, <laughs> you, you, know, you hit like a breakthrough, and I was like. Wait a second. I was like, did I get raped?
2: I mean, that—that that is definitely sexual assault. 100%. I
1: didn't. That's completely dude,
2: I didn't, wrong.
1: I didn't know that I got raped until like a month ago. It happened like when I was in like middle school.
2: By the way, you know you know, you know who that happens to all the time?
1: Girls. What? Who? Girls. Oh. We're, R- we're, rape or the, big, or the pen thing know, specifically?
2: I mean, not to get into this. It's a kind of weird thing to talk about, but like... Girls are like, there's such a there's such a weird line, and sometimes girls are like, wait, was it? Someone be like, dude, you got raped, like that was rape, and you're like, what? What? No, but it- yeah, it- and then you're like, wait, oh, and then you put it up, like, not me, yeah, not me, not like, me personally, but like, it
1: all it all clicks, and then you're like, oh shit,
2: because you either forget or justify or put it out of your memory, and then someone else is, or all three or all three, and then someone's like, but no, these things equal this, and you're like. Oh my god! And then you're trauma. Yeah. Then you're traumatized all over again.
1: <laughs> so I well, I'm different. I had other trauma, so I still co- thought it was kind of funny. I was like, "Oh shit! I got raped!" <laughs> like it's not like it's not something I was. Ha- I'm happy about, or like at the time, I definitely wasn't happy about. I was fucking. I, I walked I so I, I. mean again I'm rehashing shit now but okay since you don't know after that happened I walked home and I didn't talk to those people for like a long
0: time because I, mean... I was like
1: it, it wasn't a fun experience but I just kind of was like oh no it's just dudes having fun
2: <laughs> it, it's easy to justify certainly
1: <laughs> yeah until someone says like no some, like, it, like when I say when I'm sitting here and I'm like yeah two people held me down and forcibly shoved a big pen up my ass i'm like that's yeah that that's just what happened and then someone else says no you were forcibly held down and someone shoved a big pen up your ass and i'm like oh i get it
2: yeah right see that's yeah you need the perspective to understand
1: sometimes you need a third party to just like just repeat exactly what you said back to yourself and then you're like oh Okay. Yeah.
2: That's what happened. That's exactly what it, that's trauma trauma's a weird thing. Everyone reacts to it differently.
1: <laughs> so that's my story. We're laughing Mary. about nope. it out of
2: like total sheer like <laughs> awkward nervousness. Like we're not laughing no, at wait, it. What, we're just what, like <laughs> why are we talking oh, about this No, no, this?
1: no, no wait wait, no, you're wrong. I think so.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, I don't
1: <laughs> Maybe not to other people, but in my situation I think it's really funny. I don't know. Maybe this is me like putting it in a weird place in my brain so that I'm okay yeah, with it probably, but like every time to- every time I
2: <laughs> I'm going to go but with that. T- <laughs> I'm going to go with that.
1: But every time I think about it, I can't stop.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be uh, an inappropriate response on purpose. That's how that works. <laughs> Trauma creates inappropriate <laughs> responses. Dude, I fuck me? Me- meanwhile, Caleb just starts crying out of nowhere, and I'm like, "Oh God! Now I got gonna... to one singular crybaby." Yeah, one crybaby tear, like Jamie. Oh, oh Jesus! God. Well, I did not know okay. any of that. That's a lot. That's a lot. Thank okay, you. I, Th- I gotta
1: open my window. It's getting hot in here.
2: Thank you for the thank you for oh. the share slash over But <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Anytime. Yeah, of course, of course. It's what I'm here for.
0: <laughs> oh God! Okay, let me sh- shut up. Shut up. Let me breathe. <laughs> <laughs> <Whoop>. <laughs> All, right. To, All
2: right, back to back back right. to this movie. I guess
1: <laughs> we're at a really fun part <laughs> because this is when this is when Jason leaves oh. the house. Oh, is it my favorite line part? The, well, the, oh, just about there because Donnie shows up and he's like. <laughs> I want to say this part too this is so funny He's like Hey I was at that cemetery And I just found out That you dug up like A uh, hundred bodies yeah. And he says a hundred I'm like Wait You're telling me that in since
0: since the last time you saw Jason Stackhouse, you think he had time to dig up a hundred fucking coffins and, and remove all the
2: fucking bodies and put them somewhere else. <laughs> he was too busy eating non nondescript soup. He was eating <laughs> generic soup. He didn't have time.
1: Dude, all he's done since the last time <laughs> Wahlberg saw him was go to the house and have a and like look at them and be like, "I don't want your fucking soup." And
0: then he <laughs> laughed. And I'm like, "But you think he dug up a hundred bodies?
1: Like, it's like, it's dude, quite a leap." How long? How long would it take to dig up one body when you're a normal human? <laughs> Dude, think about, like, gravediggers in the past, like, you know, serial killers who got caught for, like, grave digging and shit. Like, their whole thing was like, yeah, I, I, like, planned this whole night to dig up this one body because you know how fucking hard it is to dig up a body at a cemetery that's, like, how many feet under the fucking ground?
2: Also, it looks like they were in a kind of colder place, so maybe the ground is even frozen or cold or difficult to manipulate
1: yeah, this there's no way, you you cannot tell me that it was fucking, like, moist ground around yeah. all 100 of those bodies. Oh my god, holy shit.
2: It was not light silt. Why did you just jump? What happened?
1: The biggest <laughs> spider just started crawling by me right now. Like, I'd, like, I'm not even scared of spiders, but that shit was <laughs> <wild. Holy> shit.
2: <laughs> I just saw Caleb shoot across the screen. <laughs>
1: dude I don't know where it went
2: Caleb can we add that to the to the bad acting soundtrack
1: <laughs> bitch I'm trying to figure out where the spider went
2: <laughs> oh my
1: god dude that thing just ran by my <laughs> fucking hand so fast like it ran right next to like right across my desk so fast that thing was like this fucking big
2: oh my god
1: it's not... I'm over-exaggerating, but that was a big-ass fucking... Sp- I don't know where... It moves so fast, and it's, it's gone now. It's gone. It All right. If I... It'll... Look, I don't... I don't mind spiders, but here's the thing. I don't want to... I don't want to wake up with spider bites. Like, yeah. Like, that's my biggest issue.
2: Yeah, I get you. So... I get you. Well, you're, right. you're going to find that in your bed later. Have fun with that.
1: That's really aggravating, honestly.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: That's so annoying. Mm-hmm. Okay, well... So after that 100 bodies bullshit, the fucking cop is like, all right, dude, I'm going to arrest you now. And then the stepmom comes out. She's like, hey, Jason, you got an important call from the old dead guy. And (laughs) and he's like, all right, go answer the phone. And he answers it. And the guy's like, meet me at the theater. And the cop's like, yeah, no, you're coming with me because you're arrested. So at this point, I was like, okay, well, he's white. So they're probably just going to have a casual conversation about how they have to go check some shit out. And the cop's going to be like, yeah all right that sounds reasonable (laughs) but instead what jason does is that he shoves the police (laughs) officer down and then like just casually like he doesn't even run out the front door he like lightly jogs out the front door like kind of just power walks strides like yeah yeah he's like walking in stride as if he didn't just assault an officer of the law (laughs) and then the officer's like hey get back here and he's just walking like he's walking slower than jason is walking in stride it's
0: it's and then he's, the
2: slowest chase of all time
1: dude he's just like he's just strutting over he's just like hey dude and then he go he literally says hey man don't make me chase you yeah. and then hillary's favorite line pops up
2: <laughs> he says as jason's driving away he goes i don't have a full tank of gas
1: yeah he's like i'm almost out of gas
2: i don't have a full tank of gas you don't admit that to the perpetrator that you were chasing.
1: Yeah, like, even if that's true, like, okay, first of all, if that's your case, don't let him get in the car. You have weapons and shit. Like, when that guy, when he, realistically, dude, the only reason Jason got away with this is because he's white. Like, if this was, like, yeah, if you scenario and 100. this is, like... This is, like, a Muslim or a black or a Mexican dude that's, like, in this fucking... First of all, they wouldn't be in this fucking high-class, bullshit-ass mansion. Like, this was, like, a white people mansion with fucking fancy soups and shit. Evil white people mansion. Exactly. And, like, aside from all that, like... Okay, you are there, and then you push down this officer, and then you're like trying to get away. He's pulling out a gun, and he's fucking shooting you. Mm-hmm. Like they'll shoot you for much less, but because this is like white ass fucking Aussie Jason Stackhouse, he's just like, "Hey, you, calm down." Like lets him get in his car, doesn't break a window, doesn't try to fucking shoot, doesn't do anything. Doesn't even pull out a weapon. No, he just goes and then don't
2: make me chase. Don't make me chase you. <laughs>
1: Don't make me chase you I'm almost out of gas like don't admit that you fucking moron
2: also he says I don't have a full tank of gas and begs the question
1: how full is his
2: tank does he have just three quarters that's enough does he have a yeah. quarter not enough like yeah like
1: are it's, you like it's the same are su- you literally like do you have like 30 miles left on that thing or <laughs> do you have like a few hundred miles because if so how long do you think this chase is gonna be
2: it's this it's the same you know it's the same soup issue it's like be
1: more specific. Yeah, be specific, dude. Like, if you're gonna give like all of your fucking like <laughs> all of your information to a criminal or what you think is a criminal, then it's also- just give them more information at that point. It's like it's like a it's like an evil villain like explaining their plan to the person they're fighting.
2: Also, no way Jason Stackhouse has a full tank of gas because he drove across the country or from very far away and never got any more gas, so he probably is on empty. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, maybe he did.
2: Uh, not in that town. Who did, who, Twilight who, Zone. Who, who, who gave it to him? Um, Edgar Allan Poe? Halloween dude? Michael Myers?
1: Michael no, Myers I think Poe? No, I think Rod Serling showed up and he's like, this time in the Twilight Zone, Jason Stackhouse got gas." Yes. That's fair. Uh, I don't know, man. So, this chase ensues, if you want to call it that, and they get to the theater chase <laughs> and somehow Jason makes it in like not only does he make it into the theater, oh, shit, I got hiccups oh, it's that that's sp- not good. it's
2: that spider's fault,
1: honestly, it probably is um so somehow Jason makes it into this theater first, but like not only does he make it in first, he gets in there like at least five minutes ahead from the cop because the cop is, like, he's in a fucking, like, little lifeboat, like, fumbling these oars around like he's drunk off his fucking ass. Like, he's never been he... in
2: a boat with an oar before.
1: Oh, God. Got a lot of hits, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, he's never been in a boat of any kind with, like, oars. He do- he's never even seen a video on how to paddle. And then immediately when they get inside... Donnie Wahlberg sees Jason's obnoxiously expensive lantern that he pulled out of nowhere. He yes. like, I don't know. It's like an awkward R- It's like REI.
2: He like, went to REI and grabbed it.
1: Yeah, like, dude, th- you didn't stop and get that lantern. Like, you didn't find that lantern in there. I don't think that lantern's just sitting around in this abandoned theater.
2: Also, it's not old enough. It's not gaslit. No. It's like a modern
1: lantern. It is a mo- not only a modern lantern. Like I said, like, I've I've owned multiple lanterns in my life. That's an expensive-ass fucking lantern that he was holding. Yeah. Dude, these hiccups are fucking gnarly right now. Oh, my God.
2: I think you swallowed that spider, and now he's wreaking <sighs> havoc in your system.
1: I'm literally looking around. I feel like he's just going to come back at me and attack me. Um, I can't okay. wait to see it. Fuck. <gasps> <laughs> 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 well, Caleb, I'm not oh editing my. any of this out, so it's fine.
2: Please don't. <sighs> yeah. It's so. comedy gold
1: oh my god dude they're so close together so you see this obnoxiously expensive <laughs> lantern which helps him like find him like imme- shut the fuck up hillary helps him find him like immediately and then like it i was so aggravated by this because a mi- shut the fuck up because a minute ago I can't mark Wahlberg or not mark Wahlberg? uh donnie Wahlberg doesn't like even try to shoot jason or like apprehend him or do anything when he's escaping but then when he pulls up behind him wh- when he's just holding a lantern He has a giant fucking shotgun just pointed at him. And I'm like, first of all... With a mag light on it. (laughs) Yeah, and also, where did you get the shotgun? (laughs) Yeah, it's huge. I
2: don't know. No idea where it came from. He keeps it next to his um, shaver.
1: uh, Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Just got a tool belt, got a shaver, and then the giant gun
1: that makes sense because i didn't see any other kind of fucking policeman belt on him with and like i didn't see mace i didn't see a taser i didn't see anything else i just saw a trench coat
2: yeah which is apparently what detectives wear but really not really more like pis in the time of like humphrey bogart
1: oh yeah pis 30 years like 30 to 50 years ago yeah
2: that's what i'm saying (laughs) the detective in the trench coat is a little like
1: Okay. It. What we're saying is, it's not two thousand seven.
2: Yeah, yeah. Had an old timey. Maybe that was on purpose. The old timey feel. We don't know.
1: Well, in the beginning of the movie, I remember when they were in the apartment. I thought it might have still been like sixth century B.C. because their <laughs> fucking like radio and all of their like house attire was the oldest shit I've ever seen in my life.
2: Yeah, it truly was. I think it was. To sh- I think it was to show us that. Jason came from all this money, but like they did, obviously, like thrifted their entire apartment. So like they, didn't, he didn't have money. Maybe.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, a lot of that old school stuff now, or even in two thousand seven, like they become antiques, and they're usually more expensive than the actual high class shit.
0: Yeah,
2: this is true.
1: So I'm gonna call bullshit. He's still a fucking but, well, actually, preppy Actually
2: bitch. No, but he was fixing his own sink.
1: I'm gonna argue that too. Jason does not know how to fix a sink.
2: Yeah, I know. So he should have hired someone, but I bet they didn't have money. That's why he was doing it.
1: Oh, uh, so that, well Well then he's he's just gonna do it terribly and then have to hire someone after.
2: Yeah, except he never went back there again, so guess not.
1: Oh yeah, bitch wife is dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, fuck these hiccups. They're <laughs> going in hammer right, they're going hammer right now. Alright. <laughs> So, Mister Mister Wahlberg and Jason become best friends within like two minutes, even though they were enemies a second ago. Yeah. And at one that point, was... he even like they're walking through a hall, and then the fucking cop is like, "Hey, come walk behind me!" Like I gotta go in front, and I'm like, "Okay, if you're in any situation where you're like all of a sudden becoming like buddy buddy with a criminal that you're trying to apprehend, why would you want them behind you? Like you think this person is like out a here murderer. digging up hundreds of bodies, yeah, and killing people, and you want them behind you?" <laughs> It's a questionable choice. That's not a questionable choice. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) Like what? I have never seen like even in like movies that I don't respect and I think are fucking stupid. They're still like, no, dude. Like they're like, hey, you lead, and they're like, no, dude. What the fuck? You're you get in front of me. Like I need to watch you.
2: Yeah. Nope. That went out the window.
1: I made me fucking mad, but they end up in the in the hall of ventriloquist, which is easily just like three hundred dolls in a room, and I was, I was smitten to say the least. I was like, because I that's my goal in life. I actually really just want like a basement that I could just fill with shelves of like endless dolls.
2: I feel like that scene was like like your OnlyFans for dolls.
1: <laughs> By the way, guys, OnlyFans.com dot com slash Donkey <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see my dick and like my friend's dick and like my friend's boobs,
2: I'm good, thanks. But I appreciate the invitation.
1: It's, it's not sexual, guys. It's just is what it is. At one point, I do a I do a Bigfoot walk naked. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> you know that you know that Bigfoot walk where you like? Of course. You're like walking slouched, and your arms are going like I I did that when I went to the bathroom.
2: But I do feel like that scene, like, Caleb, that, that was, like, your dream. That was, like...
1: <laughs> it was. It was. It was like if someone made an OnlyFans of just, like, of just a bunch of dolls staring at me, I'd probably subscribe to that OnlyFans.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just <laughs> one of those really specific... Like, you, were, you were all about... And then every doll, he was, like, I would... Dude, I totally want that doll. No, I totally want that one. Oh, oh man, yeah, look I at that one.
1: Well, there the was baby some doll. really... Yeah, there were like some creepy ones, and then there were some ethnic ones, and then there were some fat ones, and then there were some with like really big noses, and I liked them all.
2: Yeah, you were. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I really liked them so, all. They were awesome. So if
2: if anyone from the Universal marketing P- department is listening, <laughs> hook send a me those up. dolls. Yeah.
1: Like honestly, here's the thing. If any, I'm gonna just say this to everyone right now. If anyone has just like. A weird aunt or uncle, or like even like you have them now because like they were like they were hand me downs to you. If you have like weird dolls that you think are creepy and you don't like, and you like, because I know I've talked to so many people in my life that are like, oh yeah, like my family members gave me these creepy dolls and I don't fucking like them, so I just put them under my bed or something. If you have those, <laughs> this and you the don't last want them, place you
2: put a creepy doll does anyone do they not know
0: that?
1: That's a good point. But if you have that creepy doll under your bed and you don't want it, send them to me. Like, literally, like, just send me all of your creepy dolls. Like, that is, they're my favorite things in the world. I love dolls. I love, like, just weird fucking, the weirder the better. Like, if there's no eyes, send them to me. Or, like, destroyed eyes or, like, something. Or, like, any, like, imperfections, I want it.
2: Wow. It's quite a call to arms. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So if you guys have that, help me out. All right? Yeah, there you go. There you go. So they look around a little bit and they uncover the little ginger kid who's just—he's a ginger doll now. And then, like a hundred years later. A you know, hundred years later—is that what it was? Like seventy or a hundred years or some shit, right?
2: I mean, at least seventy, I would say.
1: I think it was something like that. Um, oh, I think it was seventy. Because remember, at one point, J- that's where I got the n- the number seventy. Because Jason's like, "This is a seventy-year-old case" or some shit like that.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. yeah okay. That's Yeah. Right.
1: Okay, so, yeah. So, like, a 70-year-old fucking decrepit ginger kid who's also a doll now. And then... Um, a very cool-looking the do- Dude, he was the cool... The- out of, like... Okay, so we said we didn't want to... Or I said I didn't want to talk about, like, the jaw removing and tongue effects and all that shit. Because it looked terrible every time you see it. And I just assumed that everyone... Everything. Everyone and everything in this movie would look terrible. But... That little ginger kid as a human ventriloquist doll, I think he looked really cool because he had the ventriloquist eyes in his head. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they didn't have his real eyes. He looked fucking cool. Yeah. Like, really good. Yeah, I liked it. Maybe that was where all the budget went.
2: <laughs> Not the chandelier, but the kid.
1: Not the chandelier. But, oh. <sighs> It's just all those fucking overhead stupid shots, and like the remember that one like where it's just the car driving like all those flowers around and everything it's like uh,
2: <laughs> the shot I hate yeah it. they had a lot of aerial shots, which were beautiful and really well done, but expensive, but it's like, you could just tell the sets were expensive,
0: yeah,
1: that's only cool in an artistic movie, which this was not, yeah, True. right, mm mm-hmm. am I Absolutely. wrong saying that no, nope. okay, <laughs> no nope. so. After all that, uh, they all start like you know they all start turning their heads at Jason to Wahlberg, and then we see actually another really cool thing. This was fucking awesome. There was a Pennywise like ventriloquist doll.
2: Yes, and that an Easter
1: shit egg that's cool. Yeah, really cool Easter egg in this too. And it was actually pretty funny how we saw it too because I was like I looked up IMDb trivia earlier in the movie that was like at around like an hour and ten minutes you'll see like jigsaw like sitting around. but I also think it said on a shelf. But that's not what we saw. And then I was like, okay. I looked at the movie, and we're at like an hour, like 13 minutes. So I was like, okay, I think we missed the the little jigsaw Easter egg. And then literally, right as I say it, all of a sudden he just pops up in the very middle of the screen. We're like, oh, okay. Well, there he is. There's jigsaw. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're like, oh, right on cue. Cool. We didn't miss it. (laughs) Yeah. Didn't miss it at all. So this fucking Pennywise doll is in there. It's like, Jason, get closer to me, so I can tell you why I killed your wife. And he's like yeah okay sounds like a good idea and like <laughs> Wahlberg is literally just standing there like no dude why, yeah, why like, are dude, you listening don't. to it's a don't. haunted doll telling you to get close to it so it can whisper in your ear don't <laughs> don't do that and I was really pissed too because I'm like okay at this point like I get it you know like when something fucked up happens or like you know something happens in your life you want to know why I, I mean I get it it's like a curious thing like it's in your head but at this point the the fucker's dead She's not coming back. There's ventriloquist ghosts attacking you, and one of them's telling you to come closer so it can whisper in your ear. Let just live and let live. Yes. You know, like yes. you don't need to know the answers to all of these things. Like you can, I th- I feel like at this point you can piece it together. There's a ventriloquist that killed your ginger nephew. It's after you in some uncle. way. Uh, uncle, whatever. So it's, dude, it's it's this simple. Ventriloquists don't fucking like you.
2: Yeah. Also, I feel like I would have enjoyed if he had, instead of whispering, like, the secret, he just told him, he just defined the word al- alibi to Jason. Dude,
1: this is that what- That would alibi, have been nice. This is what alibi or just, means. Or just spelled it.
2: Yeah, just-
1: <laughs> He's like, oh, I get it now.
2: Yeah, I get it, I get it. That's
1: the secret. And then he's like, I can't read. They're like, wait, yeah. we said that to you verbally.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so so now Jason's like up in her ear, like talking to her. And then this is when we see the stupid fucking like demon wiggly tongue bullshit. It just starts like going all over the place for like a weird uncomfortable <laughs> amount of time like way too long and then even behind like there's this tongue coming out of the Pennywise doll and then there's also the tongue coming out of the back of the mom's head or like no no coming out of the the front of the old Mary Perry bitch whatever like her Shaw. tongue is coming out but she's like a ghost behind the Pennywise doll which I don't get what that was supposed to mean
2: Yeah, I, wasn't. I didn't follow that's fine.
1: Right? Uh, it's well, fine.
2: actually, I think I just put it it's together, just, but you need to, but with the rest of the movie.
1: Well, we can put it together, but it's stupid, right? I, I it's mean, still I, stupid, I like, even if you put smart. it together. I don't think it's okay, smart. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, so, at this point, Mark Wahlberg, or I keep calling him Mark, Donnie Wahlberg <laughs> pulls out his fucking shotgun, and he just shoots the doll and he's just yeah. like alright cool so we're good now like, and that's when I found out I was like okay so I guess you could just kill the doll with a shotgun because it seems like that's what happened and then the doll like the, he just starts shooting a bunch of dolls over and over again because their face starts moving and then Jason's like oh my god her spirit's moving from doll to doll <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and, then, and then Donnie shoots another one and then all of a sudden like okay I'm asking you that. do you know why the entire place caught on fire
2: well, he threw flames into the case holding all the dolls. I don't know. It just went up from there, I guess.
1: He threw flames? What does that mean?
2: Like, Jason basically lit the case on fire with all the dolls in it.
1: With with what, though?
2: That I don't really know. Oh, maybe the lantern? See, that's the... Maybe the Dude, lantern? That's...
1: He threw oh, the lantern. Oh, that's the know. only thing that makes sense. I thought that Donnie had like explosive shotgun pellets. That was literally my only explanation. I had no fucking clue how everything got. It wasn't so far. Donnie.
2: It was Jason.
1: Oh, so he probably did just throw the lantern or something.
2: I think so. And just and because they're all dolls, like they're very flammable.
1: <laughs> Maybe it's like a like a like a bogey. Like he he threw the lantern and then Donnie shot it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they alley, know,
2: they they alley ooped the end of this movie. Okay,
1: I'll, exactly. I'll,
2: I'm da- I'm I'm down with this buddy comedy all of a sudden.
1: I'm gonna go ahead and say this is a buddy comedy because uh, the next thing that happens is alarming. They're they're finally buddy buddies, and then they're trying to get away. And Donnie Wahlberg, he seems like he just tripped, like he literally just tripped a little bit, and then all of a sudden, like we have never seen like a a. Like uh, a shadowy figure in this entire movie, and then all of a sudden, like, uh, like it just looks like a cloud of ghost just like <laughs> rolls by, and it just grabs Wahlberg, takes him into another room, and then when he gets back, his, his tongue is gone, and like you know, he has that stupid fucking jaw thing going on, and then he falls, and what falls out of his pocket? His fucking buzzer that's turned on. <laughs> And it's just a shot, and not and not to mention this this whole death scene. Everything that I just mentioned happens in a four second span. Like it's literally like one second he falls, the next second the shadow demon grabs him, the next second you see him with his tongue out, and the next second, boom, buzzer on the fucking floor. Four yeah. seconds.
2: It, but it's a it's a close up tight shot on just the buzzer with him like blurry in the background.
1: Yeah, it's like a focused shot of, like, they focused on the buzzer. Like, his flashlight fell first, you see his flashlight, and then it goes right on the buzzer. Focal point of the shot.
2: It, we had to pause the movie and, like, not talk about it for a second. We had to both process.
1: Dude, but- I was speechless for so long. <laughs> I
2: know. <laughs> I was like, come on. And then I thought it was going to come back and be in play. I was like, they must be. I didn't fo- think it was. I'm like, they- I, right. I'm like, they have to focus on it for a reason. Like it's going to be- come back and play. Like he's going to use it somehow to like get away. No.
1: Yeah. That's Hillary's side of it. And me, I was like, no, dude, they just have this dumb <laughs> character who's buzzing his face all the time. And then at the end, they're just like, here's a buzzer.
2: And my, see, I wanted to pay off. That's the, like, I always want everything to pay off.
1: I can't imagine what it... Like, Hillary, you went so conspiracy theory with it. You are like, <laughs> no, Jason's going to run back, and he's going to grab the buzzer, and he's going to use it to kill the ventriloquist doll. And I was like, Hillary, that's not even close <laughs> to what's about to happen no, right now. Because,
2: <laughs> like, because then he fell into the water, and I was like, oh, and then he's going to use it and like electrocute somehow. Ha- and
1: then I was just like, no, he's just swimming away, dude.
2: I know. I know. I was, I so wanted it to be more than it was. Like, I just, I didn't want it to be like, just a dumb prop. Like, I wanted it to have meaning and it didn't have any meaning.
1: What I was really wondering was, like, it's okay that the buzzer fell. Like, I expected that if he died, the buzzer would fall out next to him. Like, that makes sense to me. It just blew my mind that it was turned on. I know. Like, who turned it on? Was he about to shave himself <laughs> before he died? Or did the ghost make an executive decision to turn his razor on for his death reveal?
2: It is such a solid question, truly.
1: Because honestly, like, who's that reveal for aside from the audience? Because Jason already came to terms with the fact that he was dead when he saw the fucking shadow demon pull him away. He didn't even look back when it was like the reveal of like his jaw and shit. That reveal of the jaw and the buzzer was just audience. Jason didn't see that. That's true. So that reveal was not... That buzzer thing, that wasn't for Jason. That was for us. Yeah. I don't know. Blows my mind. And then this is when he starts running up the stairs, and then like this was actually the moment when Hillary realized that the buzzer wasn't coming back because he's running up the stairs of the home like Rocky, and then you're like, oh, shit. He's gone. (laughs) Buzzer's gone.
2: I was so sad. I was like, oh, man. I really wanted... uh."
1: And then now we get the twist reveal of the movie, which is, <laughs> he walks up to his dad, and his dad's dead, so I'm like, oh shit, but he doesn't have the jaw thing going on, and then they scroll to the back of his head, and, like, all of his skin is just removed, like, there's a giant hole cut from, like, his the bottom of his hairline on the back of his neck, down to, like the middle of his spine and then like all of his like spine bones and whatnot are removed there's just a big old fucking wooden pole in there and i'm like what the fuck is this wooden pole for is this to keep his head up but i guess it's he he's actually been a ventriloquist dummy the entire time yes and then and then jason has like a jimmy neutron like fucking brain blast and he, like <laughs> he thinks back to the little fucking wow. scrapbook great reference the little f- it's exactly what it yeah. is, dude. He has a fucking brain. He's like,
0: oh, brain blast.
1: <laughs> it's in this fucking scrapbook. And then on the other side of where it said, remember earlier when we were like, how to make a perfect doll thing that he read when he decides to run home and like yes, talk about the... the ventriloquist kid, man, yes. He has a flashback of him looking on another side of a paper that he he never did that. Like, he never looked on the other side of the paper, but he's having the brain blast, so he gets the other side of it. And then it's a it's literally like a drawing of the stepmom that he never noticed, and then the stepmom comes up and she's like, "I got you." Yeah, like the the movie ends on a gotcha.
2: Yeah, and then she like morphs into the old lady.
1: Which that was so fucking stupid. Uh, explain that, please. I don't don't explain it. There's no explanation. It's fucking stupid.
2: Unless she's a ventriloquist dummy as well.
1: That's even stupider.
2: I don't know, like, th- that woman can only inhabit dolls, and like.
1: So it was a ghost Wait, so let me get this straight This old bitch, Mary Pinal, or whatever her name is <laughs> She decided to turn into a doll just so she could turn back into a ghost so that she can control a ventriloquist that's controlling another ventriloquist that's Plotting to turn another person into a ventriloquist. Sounds right, dude. Fuck this movie. <laughs>
2: no, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's either she's a she's a dummy herself, or like
1: she is just a ghost. I don't. I'm not really sure. So the ghost just made like a new form because because something
2: because the old lady does exist separate from the dolls, but she really can only do anything in the body of a doll but she does come at Jason like she like slides forward like a Disneyland ride like whoo, like so I'm not. it's confusing I don't think does
1: the ghost know how to hollow out the back of someone's neck and stick a wooden pole up in it
2: yeah that's what the ghost does
1: all right but yeah all right. I'm, I'm on board that's what the ghost did fine. to the little boy wasn't she alive when she did that?
2: Even if she was alive, that's what they did. They they haul them out, which is why like the um the clown one where you're like, how does the tongue go all the way through? I think it's because the back of the head and the back of the back are just open.
1: So that was a ghost tongue. Yeah, that was. The li- but their tongues were different. The old lady tongue that was behind the clown tongue was like a normal human tongue, and then the clown tongue was like a
2: oh well, I
1: deformed like
2: I didn't see that I I. I saw her tongue just going all the way through the doll.
1: No, she was, like, doing, like, the... She was just going, like, ah, and just, like, l- like wiggling her tongue, like, going, like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right, well, I, I guess I didn't watch it that closely then.
1: <laughs> she was saying, like, come here with her tongue. She was like, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All
2: right. Well, I, st- I, st- I stand tongue corrected.
1: I guess well that's dead silence uh we had six kills um i don't think i'd recommend this movie
2: (laughs) i didn't mind i didn't mind it i wouldn't necessarily recommend it but i actually i've 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 seen
1: worse no well that's the thing like it's not like a terrible movie like i had fun watching it with you but i don't think this is something that i'd like give my seal of approval to and i'd be like yeah go spend like a night watching this although like you'll have a we did spend we
2: spent longer talking about it than watching it
1: oh shit we did (laughs) wow i didn't even realize that i thought there was gonna be a short one huh so you know what maybe i'd recommend it just to see donnie Wahlberg like with his buzzer (laughs) like if you do want to see that i'd recommend it but if you're not interested in that part of the movie then no do not watch it
2: yeah I, i i would agree
1: with that Hillary, I already know what I'm rating this, but I'm curious. What would you rate this?
2: What would I rate it? Yes. Uh wait, what's my scale again?
1: Uh just out of five.
2: You know, I'm gonna go with a I'm gonna go solid three.
0: Oh. Okay. This
1: is a little higher than I was going.
2: Because it was so entertaining in its ridiculousness and I enjoyed it so much <laughs> and it had moments of really beautiful filmmaking that were completely misplaced
1: see that all those it all those things that you just explained are exactly why I'm giving this a two <laughs> I, I enjoyed it but there was like really beautiful stuff that should not have been in there and then all those beautiful things that shouldn't have been in there reminded me that this was a $20 million movie, <laughs> so you're not getting that. I, if it wasn't a $20 million movie, three stars, yeah. yeah. The fact that it is, two stars. Okay. I Here's the thing. I had fun watching it, but I don't think I'd ever watch it again.
2: I would never watch it again, but I did have fun watching it, which is why I'm giving it a three, because it was fun. Yeah. It was actually enjoyable yeah. to watch, but better better to watch with someone else.
1: For sure. Yeah, if I watched this alone, I'd probably be pretty fucking pissed. I'd be but... mad.
2: I'd be like, This is so dumb, I hate this. But like watching it with someone else is so fun.
1: And not bad, not bad. Okay, so I gotta fuck Mary Kill for you.
2: Okay, <laughs> go for it.
1: You got the dad after you figure out that he's actually a doll. So he has like that big old hole in like the <laughs> oh, back of his neck gosh. and back and everything. Gross. Um you have Donnie Donnie's buzzer. <laughs> Just the buzzer. Yeah. But it also, it does have his neck hair on it. <laughs> oh, no. And you got me.
2: Oh, no. Oh. This is
1: not a good one for you.
2: No, this is gross. I mean. Ugh.
1: I'm excited to see where this one goes.
2: I mean, maybe f- fuck the buzzer. <laughs> that
1: sounds so painful.
2: Well, I'm sure there's a way to turn it around and just use the dull side or something. But, you know, it's sort of Dude, like a I vibrator. Think... I mean, it was vibrating Look. at the end of the movie. Um, and I would say marry the dad. Because even though he's dead, he still lives in a fat pad and he's still
1: rich. Bitch, you telling me I'm still getting killed in this scenario? Yeah, you're getting killed. But I... Yeah. Yeah. I gave
2: you these options and I'm getting killed. I think didn't didn't I marry you in the last scenario?
1: No, you've def you've like you've like done other things with me multiple times, but like what in this specific scenario, I am I've never been offended by any of these before, <laughs> but I'm officially offended. Well,
0: he's got money. Uh, the stepmom has his money bitch she's dead
2: no the stepmom isn't a stepmom she's Mary Shaw okay then no one has the money (laughs) I just want to live in an abandoned house that's like overgrown like gray gardens I guess
1: this turned out better than I thought it would holy shit I did not expect that
2: (laughs) don't ask the question if you don't want the answer
1: no, I wanted the answer. I'm just baffled <laughs> by the answer. I'm glad I got it, though. It's so
2: Impossible choices.
1: Was, so that was the Fuck, Mary Kill. That was Dead Silence. Thanks so much to Selina for donating to the Pick a Movie tier on Patreon.com slash soup, And thanks for... Uh, Selina, I hope you're really happy with uh,
0: how this went. <laughs> I,
1: know, I know you've been uh, waiting a little while for this one. And uh, I hope it was everything you expected. I really... I really want you to message me after listening to this and I want you to tell me exa- like what was the defining factor of like why you wanted me to cover this movie? I want to know that too. Like, in my brain I feel like it's the buzzer thing cuz like <laughs> Selena's been listening to the show forever like we're kind of like she's a really good friend. Um, um Caleb, what... I feel like she knows. She knows that I would well, feel something toward the buzzer.
2: Caleb, you know why? What's he doing the whole time? He's manscaping. <laughs>
1: He is manscaping. So again, guys, <laughs> manscaped.com slash horse to or uh, go to manscaped.com, but use code horse soup, 20% off free shipping.
2: <laughs> like, he's literally manscaping the entire movie. It's just, you know, above the neck, you know? Just above,
1: just on the, the chin balls. Ab-
2: above the shoulder, manscaping.
1: Just the, the chin balls. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, Hillary dropped oh. her mic. <laughs> I
2: did. I did. I got so distracted by the chin balls, I guess. <laughs>
1: Uh, so guys if you want to suggest another movie that hopefully involves buzzers again uh, go to patreon.com slash horror soup and Hillary thank you so much for uh, showing up for this I knew you would be the best candidate for a Jason Stackhouse movie and I didn't know that um, Donnie Wahlberg buzzers would be involved but I'm very glad they were
2: (laughs) thank you for having me yet again I know my uh, appearances are running out so this, this I'm very honored this means a lot to me
1: did I just say Donnie Murphy again I
2: don't know
1: I don't know if I did. I'm thinking of my friend, Donnie Murphy. I can't, Donnie Wahlberg, I, God damn it!
2: I can't laugh anymore. My cheeks actually hurt. <laughs> <laughs> like, I
1: can't. Hillary, t- tell the people what you're known for. <laughs> tell the people what you got going on.
2: I'm known for horror soup and nothing else.
1: <laughs> you want to tell them about any projects you're working on out in uh, Boston right now?
2: Um, unfortunately, I can't go into too much... Details just yet but i did shoot an amc series that's coming out in 2021 um when okay. it gets closer i will share more info about that but i'll get in trouble if i do um and i have a short film called the hit in which i play a hit woman that's on the festival circuit now but everything's online so that means everyone can see it <laughs> so it's playing this weekend in the short and sweet film festival I was
1: wondering how that went, because I remember I saw you post about it. You were like, oh, it's on these film festivals and whatnot. I'm like, where the fuck are these film festivals at?
2: They're all online. So anyone can anyone can tune in and watch any of them. So I recommend checking out the hit, especially because it's very dark. It's like very, very dark comedy. It's kind of in the tone of this show. So (laughs) it makes sense. So that's what I've got going on right this second.
1: And uh, find her on everything by searching Hillary Barbary. Yes,
2: at Hillary Barrowford everywhere.
1: <laughs>
2: Aka Hillary <laughs> Barbary. Yes.
1: Aka Hillary Barbary. Thank you so much for clearing that up. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, but yeah, Hillary Barrowford, B A R R A F O R D. If you want to find her. Yeah. Oh, and Hillary with Please one do. L.
2: Please <laughs> do. <laughs> Please find me. Please.
1: <laughs> and just make sure you let her know that she's only ever going to be whore soup. Yeah. Just let her know.
2: I'm known for horror <laughs> soup, and <but> nothing else.
1: <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know what? I guess maybe uh, before, uh, maybe I don't think I've thanked Patreons in, like, probably too long. So, I guess maybe I'll do that real quick. <laughs> Probably since the last uh, time I was on. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, wait, actually, there aren't that many. Oh, actually, maybe I haven't taken that long. Um, thank you so much to uh, Bridgety... <laughs> I thought... I, Hold on. I thought that said Bridgety Fagout, But it says Falgout. <laughs> what? Wow. I, I I love you, Bridge. I love you uh, Bridge Fag. You're my you're my fucking favorite. <laughs> <laughs> he, lo- he, he he
2: he loves you like a spider.
1: <laughs> oh shit! Where is that spider? <laughs> um, and thank you so much to uh, Jessica Ham. I like when Ham is spelled with two Ms because it feels less problematic. Like, I guess, le- less like less like me because oh, I just said fag and more so.
2: and more like John.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good old John Pig. Thank you, John Pig. Uh, thank you, everyone. <laughs> um, if you guys want access to bonus episodes, polls that determine some of the movies I cover, movie commentaries, bonus movie video episodes, and much more, again, have it over to patreon.com slash soup. And you can even donate as little as one dollar. <laughs> to gain access to over sixty bonus episodes, so follow the podcast on Instagram at Horse Soup, uh, Twitter at Horse Soup Sucks, send any email inquiries to horseupio uh, Doing letterbox reviews like this movie on uh, Horse Soup, Caleb, that's on Letterboxed, and of course uh, the only thing, the only show I want to plug right now, or at least for the for the time being, is uh, Donkey Fellatio check out donkey fellatio it's on youtube.com slash horse soup it's also like you can listen to audio everywhere but i suggest watching the videos because they're a lot more fun uh, it's a free form show that i host with my best friend sean i talk about anything there like fucking bic pen rape and like trauma, and like we got naked on the last episode played like strip cards against humanity and then that's on onlyfans.com slash donkey fellatio you guys probably thought that was a joke it's not go look at my dick or whatever i don't fucking care <laughs> God I, I don't I don't care dude fuck off that that's what i have going on uh hillary you want to say bye
0: bye grabs up baby drops up give me harasu give me give me harasu give it give it harasu You like some bread I'll do you a slice With a pinch of salt It'll taste really nice You've done really well Cause this stuff tastes just like hell Swallow it down It'll fill up a hole Stick out your tongue And look out your bowl We're having a bite With creatures of the night Grubs up, baby, grubs up Give me hard soup Give me, give me hard soup Give it, give it, grubs up Baby grubs up Give me horror soup Give me, give me horror soup Give it, give it horror soup Horror soup mm-hmm. horror soup Will keep you well fed It's gorgeous smell Could wake the dead Vegetable is just forgettable If your energy's low You know what to do Simply double on down Some of the spooky stew. Wine and dine a hungry Frankenstein. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Horror soup, horror soup. Let me be your sweetie tart, your private chef. I'll be your just dessert You can even drink it from a cup I'll do the washing up, I'll I'll do do the washing up up. I'm getting full I'm getting my belly's gonna burn soup give me give me horror soup give it give it grubs up baby grubs up give me whole soup give me give me horror soup give it give it horror soup He can't even look after himself